Hello troops, Tom O'Ear. Welcome to the Granite Zero podcast. Before we kick off, quick shout out to a few veteran companies being Combat Fuel, Standard. Put in the promo code WARRIOR15 at checkout, get 15% off some top quality veteran-owned sports supplements. Might need some kit to go with that. Go and visit my boys at Right Flank. Put in the promo code FLANKED15, checkout, 15% off. Also, good coffee, Dead Mammoth. Dead Mammoth Coffee Company, veteran-owned, veteran-run. Roast to order, ground down, specifically to your tastes. Put in the promo code MILL15, check out, 15% off. Boom! One that isn't, Infusion CBD. Make sure you check them out. Get some decent CBD to help with your stresses, anxieties, depressions, even muscle soreness and muscle aches. Put in the promo code GRANITE15, check out, 15% off. You know it. Coming up on the show today is the one and only Chris Dunn for his second appearance on the show. Joining me with Little Brown is Chris Dunn. So welcome to the Granite Zero podcast. Eventually. Eventually. Darren, Darren got here through his shittimings.com. Oh, dear. Give you an hour buffer. Well, I'm here now. <laughs> That's the main thing. Cheers <laughs> for coming, boys. So what? Not the, man, not the manliest drink, but I've got a nice pink gin here. It's, it's good. Really good. I got the red. He's on the red. On the red wow. whiskey. I've got a, I've got a hidden one. I've got a hidden red in the uh, little compartment. Nice. What's down there? You need a fridge. You need a shed fridge. I do need a fridge, but the electricity is only on here when I'm in the in the shed. Ah uh, right. Change some lead. My my mum. You know the um they're doing. All the 1996 games throwback on ITV for for the Euros, and obviously, yeah, 96. Yeah, my mum's texting me as if it's like happening, and I'm like not watching it. Like, so she's she's sort of telling me like how it's unfolding. Like, oh no, and she's going sick note. Darren Anderson, he's having a very good game. Is that me? Yeah. What we done? Don't know. Touch saying. <laughs> there you go. Are we back in? Yeah. <laughs> you Do you know what? Basically, I've got a microphone, but it's got a, a headphone oh. end. But the headphone is rubbish, so I've only plugged the 
the microphone bit in. But I'm pretty sure I've just electrocuted my tongue because I licked the wire then. And now it's tingling. Um, anyway, she's just she's texted me like, oh, Darren's having a good game. Uh, but Gaz was a bit quiet. Like, come on, on Gaz, I pick it up. Mum, it happened like nearly 30 years ago, yeah? Like, <laughs> she's, she's a crank. She must have been drinking too much as well. Yeah. Such a good tournament, though. Yeah, it is. Uh... Pride. I love that microphone, Darren. That's awesome. You need you need that come over the shed. That's I've got him one. Have you? Yeah. Is it, is, it, is it like floor standing and then it comes down? No, it's just got like this arm that's attached to uh, another part of the shed. You can attach oh, it to you, your desk. Are you in your shed? Yeah. New shed, mate, yeah. All oh, right. Oh, wicked. Oh. Yeah, I have to. I have to because these um these podcasts, and I imagine mine. Once I eventually get round to doing it, it's a bit too noisy to be in the house. So, yeah, as it, to get out of my house because otherwise I'll be getting shit like sorting out photos to put in a photo album. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. It's not happening. We were just yeah. Testing, we were what photo album? Yeah, who has photo album nowadays? Exactly, right? So, someone in years. We were just testing to see if his Skype was working. He went, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm putting photos in a photo frame to stick on the wall. I <laughs> oh, saw so a photo frame, not a photo album. Oh, no, no, no. Um, no. We've got a photo frame with family, you know, one of those cheesy ones. Yeah. yeah. And then we've got three new photo albums. Albums. In a, in a way, I, I like the idea of it because you used to get them out when you were younger and go, "Oh yeah, I remember that day at the beach. I remember that day here." And now you don't do that. You got a phone, but you've got more pi- got more pictures, haven't you? Like now, I'm all, all than you, for, than you've ever had. All for defending analog. All for it. Reading a magazine here and there. Yeah, but I'm all for it until Mum tells me that that's been left to me in the will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mum has got literally um, storage boxes of photographs. Photo albums from Auntie Tina's wedding. No, you don't know. Thanks, Mum. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. Where's Where's the bloody cash? That's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. Where's the cash? Danny, Danny loves it. <laughs> your, I think your um your screen's died because now I can just see Darren. Oh, sorry, it'll, it'll come in and out. Why does it do that? Is that just... Oh, there we go. Oh, now I can just see you. Not, oh, no, now I can see both of you. It's all right. But you've switched. <laughs> <laughs> you've gone like that. I don't know why. Just doing what we're doing, mate. It's probably because uh, the laptop. Uh, so before um, you arrived, Darren, me and Danny were chatting about old Boris's little speech thing that he did yesterday. Yeah. And, and the schools. When the schools go back and it's year re- reception, year one and year six and then whatever it will be for. And we were like, what is the fucking point in sending reception in year one? Because they don't know, do they? No, I, I mean, if you look at it from if you look at it from a schooling point of view, reception, year one, year six and year 10 and possibly year nine are the important years. Because yeah. of the kids getting used to going 
to school in those early years and they they learn a lot in those years even though you don't think they do so a lot goes in then uh and then obviously year nine they've got their options for their gcses and then year 10 are doing their gcses next year the problem that i, I i'd like to think they did think about it but it seems to me like that that whole press conference wasn't thought out the best or wasn't delivered the best because how in the fuck are you going to maintain social distancing between four to six year olds? Yeah, well, that's how? what we were saying. Like that's that's like, the first thing. Peter has no no concept of spatial awareness. Well, of course, of course they don't though. Well, no, no, that's what I'm saying. they don't, and they're still learning that sort of thing, aren't they? Yeah, and like I'll, I'll give you a prime example of that is when we first went into lockdown and. Georgie was here for the first like big chunk of it when her sisters would come and visit like my house is set up quite well that they could sit on a wall right outside our front room and they are at least two meters away and a window her little sisters couldn't get that in her head in their heads they they were wanting to come up to the window they wanted to give Georgie things and stuff and that's that's just one example. You imagine 30 of them. But, yeah, well, and 30 relatively low risk of being particularly poorly over this potential yeah, infection they that they could get. But like at the, at the rate it spreads, that's potentially all 30 of those that go home to separate households, which is the whole thing about go back to work if you can go back to work. But stay at home but you could go back to work if you want but don't go on a bus right <laughs> what's ridiculous about that i was so confused i'm not but what, the brightest spark in the world anyway but i was like what but what's so most ridiculous about that is don't you dare go and see your close family <laughs> those, those yeah, two yeah. to two to four people that you could come into contact with and you could quite easily isolate potentially eight people altogether. But you can go to work with up to a hundred other people. Yeah. From a hundred different households. Like it does make you think this is a this is a fucking conspiracy, isn't it? This is a pandemic. The thing the thing is, I think when when they're uh it's good that I've not heard that before. But doing that doing the young children, I think they know that what's gonna happen is that's gonna get chinned right off. Um, and they're going to effectively become the guinea pigs because, you know, you're, you're exceptional year one. They're not walking home on their own. Like, you still yeah. have to go pick these up with other parents and whatnot, and you still probably have to drive most of them there. So you're still going to make these areas busy. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just crap. I, can, I understand your point. I, I'm hoping they've done it from a purely schooling point of view with, but, like, reception I mean, in year one. You know, you need, you need that. But... Um, where does it leave like the working parents? Because if if like you're like Tomo who's got you know a child in year one, fair enough. But then if you've got a child in say year four, well no, you can't go back to work. Okay, so the pet one, the parents still have to stay home then because you can't go back to work. If yeah, you've well, got to look after your kids. And I, how sympathetic do you think these employers are going to be? They're going to be like, no nah, mate, you're not you're not coming in. You're not getting paid. Yeah, I've um, I've got a similar situation, um, and luckily my place of work is open early till late. But I'm the only person within Georgie's family unit that can look after her at the moment. Mm. Um, 
and basically our place is going to reopen relatively soon. It's not a confirmed date. They've got a proposed date, but that, that they're going to open for takeaways and deliveries, which, which is fine. But once they do open, my furlough is um, obsolete. Like I can't be furloughed anymore because I could go to work, but mm. I can't. I can't go to work because I have to look after Georgie. Luckily, I'll be able to do evening shifts. But if it was a nine nine to five job, yeah. I'd have to say no. Sorry, can't because George. I think the rules are that if they're over fourteen, they can look after themselves. But she's only twelve, so I can't. So I, somebody would have to stay at home and i'm the only person in georgie's family group that can do that so i'd be fucked but looking at it it that's not necessarily the case but i'm sure there are plenty of people and just knock 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 a few of the benefits on the edge boris and then distribute that out to everybody and then it'll be all right <laughs> you, you universal credit there you go hey also people flying in <laughs> how, how embarrassed how embarrassed did you be to be in the lockdown for long, what was it now eight nine weeks and then go do you think we should probably stop flights coming in or if they come in maybe they can isolate it's like before that they were just like now nah, that's fine because they're not infected but how do you know <laughs> they're not yeah. that, what um i'd be embarrassed I think I, I'm definitely going to call it cunnilingus. To just call it cunnilingus. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> I'm aware that it's why did you? Why did you? Why did you say it? Because it sounds better than airlingus, so we'll call it licking honey. All right, that airline. <laughs> <laughs> that airline was ninety-five percent full. Yeah. We were fucking Dublin or Belfast or wherever it was going no be like new zealand and australia and just shut it off but the thing is what like either either i'm thinking completely off here or they are actual fucking morons when you've got a country like germany okay take germany for example now germany managed to shut their country down pretty quickly now, no pun intended here, but German people on the whole, as a country, tend to do as they're told. So if they, you wouldn't, whereas in Britain, like you've had some st stupid twats that they're told they're on lockdown. Oh, I'm still going to see my mate though. Whereas in Germany, they tend to ab abide by the rules that are, are laid out. So they shut down, shut down the country, shut down the virus. They've now reopened to a certain degree, guess what's happened? Second wave, looking at a second lockdown. Look at that model and go, tell you what, guys, we'll just keep this, keep the brakes on for a few more weeks. I don't get why he didn't do that. The thing is, they never went harsh enough in the first place, did they? No, but the thing, what is... With his Nando's heat chart and then started going around in circles, saying, stay at home, go to work, but stay at home. When he could have just gone, right, there's no change. You're on lockdown, motherfuckers. Yeah. That's exactly what these should have done. really fucking annoyed. I know they're not listening. Our fucking neighbours 
had a barbecue with about 10 people in it yesterday. Or sun- Sunday. Yeah, yesterday. Right? One of them is a copper and the other is a fucking paramedic. That's a joke. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, people, people have just got bored of it, they? and people have just gone, I haven't been affected yet, so probably isn't real, so I'll just carry on. Yeah, like, really? this, this, it's almost feels like, you know when it was first happening in China and everyone knew about it in January, everyone was like, meh, it's in China. I don't need you, to be concerned yeah. about it. I think people are taking the same approach, even though it's... I thought you had a flow chart then, Sean. I thought you brought a prop. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it, <laughs> prop. Here's my scale. No, it's not. It's not even a case of like a bee sheep. I think the whole the whole way it's all gone down has been a little bit wrong. Like classifying people as essential, like that in itself. But that yeah, but that in itself is wrong. So because people put value, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Um, I don't know oh, you can see me. I forgot yeah, there was a camera. Yeah. <laughs> but if you think about it, as as much as this sounds like a, a a bit of a serious thing, if you think about it, people put value on what they do. So if you ask when you first meet someone or you haven't seen somebody in a while, you're, you're like, "What are you up to now? What are you doing?" The first thing you usually reply is, "With your job." So what the government essentially was doing to a hell of a lot of the population was telling them that that you're not essential your job is pretty pointless really Mm. so if you take that from a mental health point of view which is what your podcast's all about imagine working your ass off in i don't know a retail job for your whole life and you're coming to the end and you're going to retire soon etc and then you get told Rather than looking at it in a, in a different way, just calling them front line. Call them what you guys do, front line. You call somebody non-essential, that's going to have a massive knock-on effect eventually. Not necessarily at the beginning. At the beginning, they might have been like, woohoo, free money. But after a while, when you're sat there on your own in your house or your flat, some people are just literally on their own in their flat. And then they've got to sit there with their thoughts and their thoughts then go to well if i'm non-essential what's the fucking point and it, or also like when you say non-essential you're sort of thinking hold on if they think i'm on it i'm non-essential what about my boss i yeah. might not have a job to, i might not have a job to go back to here if i'm not essential yeah i think that's after that's, that's a lot of my um a lot of people in my work are sat now starting to come back in even though they've been they've been off and working from home because they want to sort of show that no, I, I do actually need to be in. I'm 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 quite important, you know. Yeah. Even though you know they they can probably still do ninety percent of the job away. They they want to be seen to be coming in, and the danger is that is when you work in a real busy area of the city, which a lot of people need to come into. It's um, it's got risk to it. That's why I get annoyed whenever I see people that don't need to be in. in it frustrates me because I have to still go in where I work is is basically a business park so you have to go and unlock all these fucking buildings for these people that work and you're (coughs) like everybody else in your office is working from home why are you here you don't need to be here I'm quite happy watching fucking Ozark (laughs) 
Great show. God, God's sake, God, now I've got to get God. up. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching fucking the Chicago Bulls, The Last Dance, and now you're fucking interrupting Michael Jordan jamming on fucking Patrick Ewing. I've just, just finished watching um, Sunderland Till I Die. And I'd, I've put off watching it for a while, ages because I thought, uh, frustratingly, I really judged a book by its cover. And I saw the Sunderland Till I Die model and I was like, oh, no. Because all I could think of was the, the sort of the typical scum you get at football that go, oh, I'm, son, I'm insert team till I die, you know, them sort of types. And I thought, do I really want to watch like a fan based film about Sunderland? No, I don't. And then someone said, "No, no, no! It's about it's about like the running of the club and all that." And I'll, I'll give it a couple of episodes and thought, "Yeah, it's quite good, you know." And I've stuck with it. I think even if you're not a fan of it, it's pretty decent. But still, that put me off massively. But that's good. Watch it if you haven't seen it already. Watch it. Oh, that's um, good as well. I've um, I've really struggled during lockdown to actually watch telly. Um, yeah. Have which you felt like pretty- you need to do something? Yeah, well, I've I've completely done my garden, more or less finished yeah, it now. Uh, I've got full Alan Titchmarsh, mate. Yeah, mate. I've got I've got a, a, somewhere near a hundred tomato plants, um, all sorts of fruit and veg growing. I just got a plum tree delivered. <laughs> I've got a cherry tree coming, and I just sorted out an orange tree. Why didn't you do vines? Like you're drinking wine. Uh, that must be good. Do some wine. Do some vines. Wine's quite difficult. It is. You have... could get. And you also need fucking vineyard. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you, <laughs> could get... you could get. You could get a big line. A you big line. Make bottles for yourself. Yeah, I know, but they're, they're... you get about that much out of what I've got space I got in my garden. <laughs> Your supervisor's gone home though, and he's gone back to work. Say it. Who's? Your supervisor. He's gone back to work, hasn't he? My supervisor? Yeah, you're your supervisor. Your work in the garden. Oh, Dad. We usually call him Dad, but Big Tomo was supervising you, making oh. sure you do. Yeah. Yeah. To be, fair, <laughs> to, be, to be fair, he was a big help when it came to the garden. He did a lot of the really shit jobs. And what what I did is I told him two days prior to asking him to give me a hand that and I'll, I'll do my best to explain it to you guys the way that I explained it to him. I passed him a Guinness and I said, Dad, we need to talk. <laughs> if you were a child you would be diagnosed with autism. 100%. So let me, let me tell you, I'm going to help your autism. I've worked with autistic people. They're not all the same. They all have their different things. Yours is that you get extremely obsessed about certain jobs i'm gonna and i just put put this seed out there and i'm not joking i was sat opposite him he had his guinness i had my wine and i said dad i think we're gonna need the weeds taking up (laughs) 
Don't worry. I'll go kill those bloody people. <coughs> Sorry, that, yeah. Just... Woo! Three Is that days. You, di you didn't want to do the weeds? Oh, fuck no, mate. <laughs> <laughs> if I could show you the, the amount of paving slabs and brickwork that I've got on my floor. My floor? Is it? Is it class of the floor? It is. The, what's the? Hey, the ground. On the ground. No, no, front and back. Yeah. So I've got loads, loads of brickwork, loads of stonework, everything. I even helped him design a tool to get it up. So I had a little hand, like a little hook. Beneficial to just use the built-in microphone. Yeah, I don't know if it's free. I think we're ripping out. Use the other mic. What's happening? Are you getting like? Mic. Are you getting feedback or something? That may be. Maybe. The problem is I've got two connecting wires. Oh, One is plugged. What's that? <laughs> Your prop fell down. Fucking hell, Joe. Run zero podcast. Technical difficulties. Right, so I I can't hundred <laughs> percent. Right, this is going weird. We were we were getting into a flow. I've turned, I've turned it off now. Sorry. We'll have to just, do, we'll have to just do that for a while. Just give it a break. It'll be all right. I'm going to throw this one out there because there's an elephant in the room here now. And it's growing back quite nicely, Chris. Oh, the hair. That looks all right. You, can, well, you, can't, you can't see the back. Good thing with you can only see the front. The front, the front was okay. It's the back that's not good. You can't see that. Are you alright? Why did you just shave it all off? Because, uh, because oh. when you shave it off, you've got, you can only do really a um, like a four or three or something, and it's no good. Is Dan still there? Is he gone? Yeah, Dan's there. Oh, right, there. I just can't see his picture. Um, now, is it nice? Yeah. <laughs> I made the mistake of instead of fading down, which, you know, I should have realised is obviously the way to do it. I went, you know, against the grain, which meant I started at a two and it went up and it just left like, shelves of hair. And then I was like, oh, I've got a problem here. So then I, I did it too much. And I did it sort of two all the way and then a, a dead straight line. And then I said to Emma, I need, I need help. And then she come up and said, what have you done? And then tried her best to make it right, but it didn't, it still wasn't great. It was better, but it still, it still was not, not great. Um, so I had to just, I had to just accept it. And, uh, but 
frustrated. Well, I sent it to Dan and Tomo and you sent it to Dan it was the worst thing I probably could have done. Yeah, you didn't within, within minutes, everyone at work knew. Well, I'm going to try the mic now. Dan, Dan Chicken Dipper, who's not allowed on the Ground Zero podcast, because <laughs> he, he has less filter than me. <laughs> That's the wrong person to send it to me. It's, it's better. He put it on the podcast. He put it on your village's group. <laughs> <laughs> we've, Darren, we've got like this community Facebook group, you know, and all it does is it talks about if there's local crime, if, yeah. if you know, whatever. Like the, the hot topic this week has been dogs pooing on the park and not picking it up properly. Um, Darren's pretty much there for times. Yeah, we, we do sort of hijack these chats sometimes because it is, it is amusing because some of these people don't go out much and it's funny to get in their face. A group on WhatsApp that's called Light the Beacon. So <laughs> if Chris, Dan or myself find something that's quite amusing, like they're going off on one about the bins or something. Well, you, you, you can get a serious bite, then you, you put the bait on, you cast it out yeah. and, uh, and you Not get a return. Too. And when you do, they they act as your sort of wingmen. Basically, when you, when you do get the bite, you just put tag Dan's name in it and just watch and let Dan just go to town well, being a vile creature that he is. We won't discuss why <laughs> I know that, but I am quite aware of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. be really quiet. Now, who, me or Darren? Darren? Who's quite me? Is that uh, better? You know, yeah. He's turned yeah, it on so, now. So, um, I, no, I turned the volume down because I thought that your helicopter microphone that you had on was my mic, so I thought it was maybe giving feedback. Right, was... set, look, look, at, look at the set. I wonder if it'll do it without going to sleep. There you go. That's, that's the bird's nest of microphone there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but it will do. It'll work for now. Yeah, so I, I know all too well about Dan Shipper and Facebook comments, don't I, Sean? I think you may have been privy to that one as well. Yeah, I was involved. Chris was involved. In I think, yeah, yeah I was there. It made me laugh. It was amusing. I think I, I suggested I maybe... 67 fucking comments on it. Yeah, it was busy. It was busy. I enjoyed it, though. I was annoyed when the comments got turned off. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, Oh God, it was funny. I I sort of went to sleep and left it, and when I woke up in the morning, it had grown by about eighty odd comments, and probably forty of them were Dan. Yeah. <laughs> just talking to himself. Yeah, just, just you know, just being a horrible bloke. That man's had two kids. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's married. Yeah. Funny. Crazy. Yeah, well, <laughs> we we missed we missed the news at nine o'clock. We've gone over. Well, Darren was going to do like a travel and weather update or something. His mic. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen. I like how you try to to push your um, anal bead off as a microphone as well. A what? That little thing that you've got there definitely is not a microphone. That is a sex toy for your bum. 
<laughs> go down again. Go down again. Look at it. Please. So. Hi. <laughs> so, Danny, you got You have to remember this. When you get into verbal conflict with me, I remember things. <laughs> and I remembered exactly what that looked like, and I was waiting for a microphone comment. And you've definitely <laughs> that has definitely yeah. seen the inside of you in some way. It's quite thin. Yeah. It's quite thin though. Well, Although it is the better double it's, penetration. It's at least four inches long, long, but it is it is quite thin. Yeah. Uh, so, you might you might you might struggle. But it reminds me more of when you go to like a town meeting, not that you've gone to town meetings, but I haven't, but I know what they look like. You know, when they have them little microphones and they have to push that little button to interrupt and then they sort of lean forward and have to yeah. chat. That's what it looks like. Tracy Crouch is your favourite person in the world, then. Uh, yeah, Tracy. It'd be, uh, it'd be hilarious if you got her on here. Although it'd just be like, are you going to sort the bins out, Tracy, or what? What's going on? I keep missing them every week. <laughs> <laughs> just your bin yeah. what, what, do you, what do you think about the football do you think that's going to happen or not happen because it's I'm, if they if, I, if they open I, pubs and stuff in, in July that means they surely they've got to open up spectator events which means you might be alright I've, I've heard I've heard through the grapevine that there's very little chance of uh, pubs and stuff opening up um and it'll be very stringent rules. Like if, if you've got a pub with a beer garden, you can use that because you can social distance. If you've got a restaurant yeah. with a massive, massive floor. I mean, I think Man United have trialed um, or trialing or being given permission to trial sectioning their, um, their stadium by like so many hundred seats or something like that. Mm. But you know, the I can get, can get on there on the train from fucking London to Manchester. That's a good point. <laughs> and and all, well, the other the other Manchester team, Man City, they've been trialing social distancing for some years now. Yeah. So whenever I see their ground, it's pretty empty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back, back to your fucking um, questions, Johnny. I've spoken to Spurs legends. And they want the game to go ahead just like we do. Yeah. And they're quite happy with just if we can't do it on the twelfth of July, it will just be moved to a different date. Yeah. That's probably the always going to go. We'll see. So we're always going to be two foot. Let's wait and see. I don't think you need to make a decision until sort of mid June, um, and hopefully we'll find out whether it's a hundred percent off by then. Um, yeah. Because I mean, we'll still, still be in comms anyway. Um, if anything, it could give us more time to raise more funds. That that could be. Well, the the good thing is, um, obviously, if if you want to call it a rival, but the other fundraising event that's happening around the same time as yours, that's hundred percent not going to happen because that's supposed to happen this month. Yeah. So that's definitely gone. Um, which obviously means that you know they kind of lose their place. Uh, it might mean they move a little bit further to having an event somewhere else, but then Mason United's priority is going to be getting the season up and running. So if they try their best to get the season up and running by mid-August, um, it will only be away weekends fixtures that you could you could plan for. Um, but again, it's all 
it's all with some R's and buts and maybes, isn't it? So I have to just wait and see. But um, the, the good thing is, people might have a proper appetite for going for a game. I mean, imagine, imagine if the timing was right and that was the first game, spectator game, and you said, right, well, we've got probably Spurs Legends coming down and they're playing a charity match. You'd go, I don't care, mate. I don't care if they're playing Girl Scouts. Like, I'm coming, yeah. I want to pay. Well, the, the previous events I've been to that they've done, Spurs Legends and Arsenal Legends, I think it was the other one, Mm. It, it was pretty much full anyway, and yeah. And the we- if the weather's nice, it's fucking good to go and get a uh, fucking decent beer from in the in the. I can't remember what the bars around the Spitfire Lounge. Yeah, Spitfire Lounge. Yeah, so. good. Really good. Darren can't wait to lace up the boots and wear the fucking Sanchez tiny shorts from nineteen seventy. I don't think I'm even going to wear. Um... That big, mate. <laughs> He's going to wear some pants. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute briefs in your cycling shorts. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we we got a top, but we're not doing shorts then. Is is that what's, what's going on? Yeah, no, it's full okay. kit, but I'm I'm going to choose kit. the shortest shorts. Go. Oh on. yeah, you have to. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh, Darren's gone. No, they're, both, they're both on. This, this is the first time in about 10 minutes I've had both screens up. Oh, it just, I've, it, I've, I've, I've got all three of you. Yeah. Three of all us. three of you. <laughs> That's me. Fucking <laughs> 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 um, Yeah, we're just, waiting, we're just waiting on the kit. Obviously, you can go in and fucking see the geezer. Well, me? Yeah. Yeah, well... That's the other thing is like, when's his shop going to be fully up and running and stuff? But yeah. it, it'll get sorted. It's not like they're waiting to to make the kits. They've got the kits. Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, it's the printing, isn't it? Yeah, but it's like whether they're in there working because there's no. Yeah. Like, it's, well, not, it's not a big not call right. at the moment, is it? So, but yeah, we've got we've got kits. Got... Yeah. Yeah. So, COVID. COVID. I like a good COVID chat. Go on. Go on, what are you saying? Did you see Afterlife or are you going to insert fucking COVID? Oh, no, I have. I've watched all of it now. Um, what happened was I sort of put the first two episodes, three episodes on. I sort of went, yeah. I don't know why, I think I was just sort of like, it was on and I was just sort of on the phone. But I, did, I just wasn't finding anything funny and I wasn't finding, um, I wasn't finding it particularly that, that great, to be honest with you. I just thought like he was covering a lot of old ground. But then I've rewatched it now and I think like he's, he's okay. I don't think he's as good as the first season, don't get me wrong, because that, that sort of, that deals with what it is as, as a, like a concept of afterlife. And this one, he's kind of, he's regressed, hasn't he? He's gone like, oh, I'm still really depressed and all that. And then he kind of learns to accept it. But I'll tell you what, the last episode, uh, I was watching it at work. I had to like go away because I was like, tears run down my face. He's he's such an annoying actor because you laugh at him and you think you you know where you are with Ricky Gervais. You're like, he's funny. Um, I'm just laughing. And then he hits you in the fields with some acting and you go, what's this 
<laughs> and then you have to find a quiet spot to damp your eyes. Uh, when he was saying like good night to his laptop, I was like, no, nah, can't, can't be having that, Ricky. You've taken a piss there. You made me cry. <laughs> well, if you th- think about it, like a a very good stand-up is obviously going to be a very good stand-up like Ricky Gervais is going to be very good at that. Because if you've ever seen any of his stand-up, he pulls you all over the place with stuff that you laugh at. That you go, oh, shit, I shouldn't really laugh at that. But he said it, not me. And then all of a sudden he whacks you with a fact out of nowhere. And that's essentially, if you look at the the structure of his um, his TV shows, Look at me! What? Who the fuck am I talking about? The structure of Ricky Gervais's TV shows, but it it is quite when you when you actually look at it, he sets them up like a stand-up show. Gets you going a little bit at the beginning, ha ha! That's really funny. Then all of a sudden, you get a character like I don't know uh, Gareth who gets taken the piss out of. It's funny, but then you see his reaction, and his reaction is that he he's sad because he's getting a bit bullied in his workplace for being a bit of a twat um and then with afterlife it's more or less the same thing it's like it's really it's like we know what's going on the underlying theme is that his wife's died and he's a bit sad but he's still a funny character so he he throws in a few funnies and all of a sudden it's bam now be sad again because like being happy and being really fucking as you know sean being really happy and being really really sad are pretty fucking close there's a very thin line of where, where you're going to go. So I think Ricky Gervais just knows exactly how, like his ability to to read human interaction is very, very fucking good. Because mm. you'll, you'll notice that with his stuff uh, it, when he roasts the fucking Golden Globes or whatever. Yeah. He knows exactly what he's doing and he knows that nobody's going to kick him off or silence him because he know because he's read the human interaction the first one went well and he probably knows like what's one of the biggest things that celebrities are into in america it's like celebrity roasts where they stand in front of somebody and get fucking shat on why don't i do that on the biggest award ceremony in america like he's just a clever bloke he reads situations and he's also in a position to just do what the fuck he wants and I think, <laughs> and I th- no, but I think that's, if you look at the, some of the most successful people, and I'll give you two of the most successful people that I'm absolutely massively, I wouldn't say obsessed with, but I listen to probably either one of them three or four times a week, are Joe Rogan and Ricky Gervais. And you know, the biggest common denominator they have between two of them, it's not their stand-up. It's not the fact they've been on the telly. It's the fact that they live their life exactly how they want to and they work how they want to work. And that's why they get the best results out of things. So they're not under the pressure of, say, like their TV network or their boss. They are their boss. I'll do what I want. Like if I think that calling, like writing down on a script that I, I can't even remember the exact words, but it's something like a, a squidgly little disabled cunt. Which is a which is a line from Afterlife Two. Like most networks would go, you what? No, no, sorry, you can't say that. And then he can come back and go, sorry, mate, I'm Ricky Gervais. Have you seen my TV shows? Are you talking about the bit when he he goes to that yoga thing and he's slurping his tea? <laughs> that bit. 
No, I was talking. It wasn't even Ricky Gervais saying it. It was. It was the the guy that was in. Um, ah, what's that fucking show? Ah, the the stranger. Oh yes, the shrink, yes, the shrink, yes, the shrink yes, guy, yes, yes. The shrink, and, yeah, and the he's shrink, talking yeah. about banging some bird, spit roasting some bird in in a disabled toilet, and he comes out and he yes. gets gets go, yes, gets, gets an odd eye, and he goes, for, I get some odd eye from some squidgly little cunt in a in a wheelchair, and I told him, I bet I've had more fun in that toilet than you ever fucking will, son, and walks off. <laughs> but if you were to write that, if you were to write that as a script and go, here you go, BBC, what do you think? They'd be like. No, sorry, yeah, no. No thanks. Because it's Ricky Gervais, he gets away with it, and it's the same with someone like Joe Rogan with his podcast. He gets more views per episode than most shows on network TV do over a week, because he just does what he wants. He talks about what he wants, and this is like a good thing about this podcast. And we've we've talked about sixteen, seventeen different subjects already, and you've got no one saying you can't say that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's apart you, from YouTube. You can see you, that that some people when they they do sort of commentating or whatever, like Arsenal fan TV is an example. Um that started off with that guy, Robbie, didn't it? I don't watch uh, it. Fucking... Well, yeah, it's, it's probably best you don't, but uh Robbie, um the, the black guy who you, you go to the games and analyze them and stuff, then it became more and more popular and that this obviously quite widely watched now but the problem is he's now got a media team behind him yeah. that selects what he talks about and selects who he talks to and selects the content where before yeah. it was very fan orientated yeah yeah and now he you now, know, it's a, now it's a joke he'll do a podcast and then he'll sort of pause to do a competition and be like oh yeah i'm gonna do this charity thing where before that wouldn't even be entertained yeah. Um, and you know that someone's in his ear going, "Don't talk about that, please. Don't talk about that." Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what gets lost on them sort of things. But the good thing with Ricky is he's so big, he does what he wants. Are you getting another drink? Say that again, Sean. Are you getting another drink? Podcasts that do that. Emma. They have the competitions in the in in the middle, or they or if they if they're sponsored and randomly just pop uh-huh. up with a. For, for no reason. Like, uh, the one in the freezer. I'll, t- I'll tell you why that is. They so, are not they? No, right. So there's there's three different types of advertisement that you can do, basically with, with a with a sponsor. Um, I can't remember exactly what they are, but there's one which is basically like what that company emailed you about which is like you become an affiliate so on your instagram stories you're wearing the t-shirts you do the the ass jiggle thing that all the girls do and then they get sent a t-shirt here and this there um with that you can't start your podcast with this podcast is brought to you by but you can shout them out in the same way that you you shout out your your different um companies and what whatnot um but you can't say this podcast is brought to you by um there is another one where you get you maybe contact a company and say right i am worth uh hey (laughs) i'm i'm worth 
so many views um, per episode. Um, I can get you so much traffic to your company. So say a thousand clicks per every hundred clicks that you get or hundred, like say you put in a promo code, uh, you put in the promo code per that, then they will pay you say 30p per hundred. So you get like a drip feed depending on how popular you are. Um, in that one, you're more likely to do a read. So you, that's why a lot of the podcasts will take a break or they'll just go, I'm going to do a read. And I'll say, no, so completely not endorsed by this, but it's quite a common one, the me undies thing. Oh. So, so you'll get like Bill Burr, uh, uh, Bert Kreischer, Ari Shafir, um, all those, but they're all very much the same. And what they'll do is at some point during the podcast, they'll mention it. Um, you also then get, say again. So then you also get like a full sponsorship where they'll say, right, we'll give you 300 quid. Um, that's your sponsorship. If, if we get good traffic from your podcast, then um, we'll up your sponsorship or we'll continue your sponsorship. And that is the type of one that you start your podcast like Rogan does with On It. So this podcast is brought to you by On It because On It have paid you 300 quid for whatever duration that you've suggested. So that's um, like competitions and stuff is just a way of you potentially getting more viewers or getting more interactions with your podcast. That's why they do it. But I think the best format is get out of the way at the beginning, um, regardless of whether you're, um, whether you're getting paid a lot or you're not getting paid at all, if you're just giving out promo codes, if you do, do it at the beginning, because people can skip that. There's, no, there's fucking nothing more annoying, if you ask me anyway, than going back to the old TV format. So yeah. what's it like when you've been watching a really good, like, this is, I don't know, this is not even a, like a, a business advice or anything like that. This is just like a conversation. Now that was just like me explaining the different sponsorships and why they do it. But what is more annoying nowadays than going from watching Netflix or Amazon or fucking Hulu or any of those things. And then you go and watch a TV program on fucking sky or on. And every 15 minutes you get an advert. It's like for it was just getting good. It was just yeah. getting it's so annoying. So I like I think that speak about all your adverts at the beginning. People can skip through that in the car then, can't they? Oh Tomo usually goes for about ten minutes on these adverts. We get to ten minutes. Oh, there we are. Now we haven't got to worry about anything else. We just listen. I think um the problem think, is don't you don't you have a risk of turning first time listeners off? Like if you do that. People might go, what the fuck's this? I was just adverts for the first 10 minutes. Um, right. I suppose I, you, you might. Um, I know you're saying, but there's a lot of things on, on Facebook as well. Facebook fucking pisses me off for this. You'll be scrolling, you come across a video, you go, this is all right. Particularly football ones, they really annoy me because they never start at like the, you're going to watch a goal, but they start it a minute before and you're like, okay, 
if we could just if we could just get to the banger, please. And then what happens is you get that thing where it just bet three six five comes on, and then yeah. it does a countdown for eight seconds, and you're like, "Can you hurry the fuck up?" And then when it starts, straight away you're into it. It's not like a like not like a TV format where you sort of know an advert's coming, and then it comes, and then it doesn't dive you straight back in. I mean, an advert would never, a film would never be on, and there'd be a massive fight scene, and then it would just cut, and you'd go, "What?" And then you'd have to watch an advert yeah. about Too Faced, and then bang, straight in, that wouldn't happen. But on Facebook and YouTube, that happens all the time. Yeah. And you know, like you said, there's nothing more annoying. I, sometimes I turn, I completely turn off. I don't even watch. As soon as yeah. I come across an advert, no, I ain't got time for you. And you're not having my advert view figure. No, bye. So what really fucks me off is the clickbait ones where it's got the picture of something and you click on it. Could be a hot woman. That's usually my little fucking rabbit hole. Can't lie. This you is see, recorded. Like, this is recorded, by the way. Yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> click on it, and it's like, well, that's not even on there. Megan Fox's ass is not even on there. Huh. <laughs> not, that, not that you were looking for that anyway. That wasn't what you were doesn't, after anyway. She doesn't, doesn't listen to this anymore. There's usually a... <laughs> there's, there's usually... Um, I don't know. I, I I think quite early into into my I, I was on social media like quite early, and I, I tend to know those um, those uh, clickbait fucking advertisements that <laughs> that I know. I thought he was showing us his, his butt plug thing again. Um. No, what I was going to say was that those sort of clickbait things, I got used to the language of them very early. It's like, you won't believe what happened to Charlie Sheen. And you're like, well, that... the fuck's going on here? It's not me. I never have my phone on loud. Dunny is sabotaging us. It's sabotaging. Also, nobody has that ringtone anymore. Also... Why is he drinking out of that wine glass? I don't know, mate. <laughs> I'm not being funny. You can't. His missus must have bought them. Answer it. <laughs> you don't have it on loud during a podcast, mate. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. If he comes back, I'm going to ring him. Here he is. is that your phone? Um, yeah. Hey. Work, work colleagues ringing me for some reason. Hey. I don't know why. I can't work for four days. But... Hey, put it on silent. <laughs> well, he's hoovering now. Did you choose those, mate? Those hey? one glass. Did you choose the one glass? Or... No, obviously not. Oh, come on. So, Darren, did you know okay. that you go through adventures? Well, Sorry, what are you saying? You go, you go through little um, little things of your your new little business adventures. Right? <laughs> yeah. You start off with the uh, with the with the speakers. It, it was it was saying before that I'm always the problem is I have these ideas, but I never really properly see it through. 
because whenever I get the first hurdle of like, well, that isn't that isn't selling quite like I wanted to sell, then I'd get bored and stop. And that's why I've got, got that's why I've got about hundred speakers in my thingy. Hey, what? I didn't hear that either, Sean. Who did I? Auction. It came home with like three cards. <laughs> do, do you think that you should maybe have invested in a decent pair of headphones and a microphone? Well, no, because you know I don't. This isn't this isn't a thing I do really. <laughs> I mean, I've got a bare pair of headphones, but the problem is I've got such an old laptop that my Bluetooth one won't work with a laptop, so I've had to resort to this. But these are all right. It's just it doesn't have a mic, um, so we're we're left with this. Well, that's all right. So what keeps... I, I don't think you're even going to know yourself. What keeps fucking happening when the helicopter comes in? Because literally... I don't know. In, in my headphones, know. in my headphones, all I'm hearing is... Yeah. You turned the vibration on in your fucking butt plug, didn't you? <laughs> that's what it is. I don't know why it's doing it. I'm trying to separate all the wires out. Um... I think it's because... Is your missus calls it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just separating the wires out. Yeah, again. Separating it. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's doing it. It's annoying. Yeah, so you, nothing's, um, plugged, nothing's plugged in, it's still doing it. Look, there are the wires, and it's still doing it. Well, you, went, you went through the speakers. If you can... Then it was, if you, does this sound, does this sound any better? Does this sound like... It's that, worse or better. Sounds fine. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, you're fine now, mate. Okay. Right, so what were those wires for? It's not plugged in. What's not? Fucking <laughs> thing. Only this. I mean, that, that should be making noise. Well, when you took that out then, yeah. then we had the helicopter. Yeah, I heard, I heard it. I don't know why. Is that that must be feedback? Maybe from your dildo. Maybe. And it's, it's the laptop speakers here, where you can't see. I don't know why I'm pointing. You can't see it here, and the camera is obviously there. Yeah. But I think what it is when they're not plugged in, is your microphone is picking up what we're saying, and it's and it's sending it back and forth. Possibly. Producer. Producer. This shouldn't. Uh, this shouldn't happen. No. Good. I can only hear you here. It's not out out there. Yeah. <laughs> There's never been a podcast yet that has not had some sort of technical difficulty. It has not happened. Everything. Yeah. I can't hear it when I unplug it and then I put it back in. And oh, it. The, the, the fan, Chris Smith, is used to it by now, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And mum. And mum, yeah. <laughs> mum listens to about 10 minutes, I think. She listens to the adverts and turns off. <laughs> so, so I tell you what, what Dad said to me? I don't know if I've brought this up on previous episodes. Might have done. But he went, well, Sean's podcast's doing quite well, isn't it? Went, oh, yeah, have you listened? No, I read a review. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, really? all right, all right. And he went... And I'm guessing that you're bloody little brown, aren't you? Well, you are. uh, and I was like, yeah, what gave that away? He went, 
That's all I got. He's never listened. He's never listened. He wears a t-shirt. He wears. He bloody loves that t-shirt. I'm surprised it fits. Oh, he's lost a stone, mate. Surprising what not drinking from 12 o'clock until 9 o'clock every day and then eating three meals a day actually does. <laughs> the thing is, if he was 20, they'd probably have no effect. Yeah, but he's nearly 70 for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. He's my 70-year-old man-child. Is he, is he still working at the moment? He's, he's yeah, he's well, Call, you call it work. He sits in a house. He basically does this to every person in his phone book. Yeah. And if you don't answer, he, he gets you. Yeah. Big time. The, his house sits. That's CP, but mainly his house sitting. Yeah, it's um, well, mate. Basically, if there's nobody in the house, they still because it's royalty, they still need people to look after the house. Yeah. Um, but also, if he's... Banking palace. <laughs> Gross. 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 <laughs> right, I need a wee. I'll be back. Call it break. It. That's why I had to do it. it. It turns out drinking like three or four of these, there's there's comes a limit on your bladder, and then you have to go. Yeah. No, I can't. It must have been me and Darren, or I was talking to. No, it was when I was talking. I had Lisa on, didn't I? I was fucking wrecked, mate. So I went through. I pretty much went through all that. Jack Daniels. Yeah. When when Neeson was on, mate, I went outside for a piss because I couldn't be bothered to go in the house. Yeah. I went out in the back, had a little pee. Didn't realise Kate was watching me from the window. She went, "Why were you swaying so much?" That <laughs> mate. I was I was hammered. Good though. Fucking enjoy it, mate. Yeah, I remember that when you went outside because Neeson was just on his own, like, uh, don't know what to do. Do your piss, mate. Yeah, what can you do? The thing is, you don't usually go on. Yeah, it's usually an hour, hour and a half we usually do, but sometimes you get. Once you get going, sometimes, if, if you're like me, I'm a bit of a chatty Cathy, so same with you. You can probably talk for hours, mate. Yeah. You get, you get some guests where you're talking, and it's like, I've had, when I had Mason Jones on, it's like, you're talking for three hours, and you're like, hell, who's going to listen to this for three hours? I did. Yeah. You know what I mean, though? Sometimes, sometimes you get really into the conversation. It's like, yeah, I could listen to this for ages. But it, when you compare the time to, say, a feature-length film like Titanic, you think that's quite long for chatting to one person. Uh, but, I, um, I watched Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers the other day. Yeah. I didn't realise it was three hours long. Yes. This is this is probably an hour too long, if anything. Yeah. 
cut some bits out. Make another movie if you need to. And 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 still, the book is about that thick, and yeah. there's bits in that that have been missed out, and you go, that's not even mentioned in the film. But they can't. But if they did, it would be nine hours long, not three. Um, and you would just like, uh, I mean, I don't know why they've not made it into a series, to be honest. I they mean, that would be that would be a long-ass series. I don't think, when, when that come out, there weren't, there weren't really, like Harry Potter, you could make that into a series instead of the eight films or whatever it is they've, they've done. But, um, because they've, they've started on that path, that's what they've got to do now. Um, that's what they did, wasn't it? Back, back when they made it, there was like Lord of the Rings, uh, Lord of the Rings, sorry, uh, Game of Thrones. Obviously, there's there's some TV series now that you get more budget than a feature length film. Well, you wouldn't get that before. If you wanted, if you wanted to do something big, it has to be a film. It wouldn't, be a, it wouldn't be a series, would it? Yeah. Just saying, Dan, it probably should have made Lord of the Rings into a series instead of the movies that they did. Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, probably, but at the time, that wasn't really a thing, was it? Yeah, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't, there wasn't really the blueprint for that, was there, at that, that point? You, no. you wouldn't have the, have the budget and, and the thing, if a series is going to pick it up, the only one that's going to give them some serious money would be an American one, for starters. And at which point it'd be hard to do one without breaks. I mean, I don't watch too many series, but I mean, the last big budget one that I can really remember, he's nearly 20 years old now, that's Band of Brothers. And that was a HBO, wasn't it? And yeah. that, again, that you wouldn't be able to do that in a film because the, the film version of that was Saving Private Ryan. And they needed a series because they needed D-Day to 1945, the E-Day, basically. And you can't do that in a film. There's it, too much going on. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe they will. You know what they like with these things. They recycle things all the time. I mean, there's, there's talk about Star Wars. They want to do... What's the, there's a new series coming out, the Mandalorians or whatever Ma- it is. Mandalorian. 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 Thanks. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think also it's it comes down to the. <laughs> she just drank my bloody gin. Absolute liberty, mate. Give her a fucking cunt punch. Yes, please. We're on, <laughs> a tea. We're on a tea now. You're on tea. We're on a tea now. I'm making switch. Although I do want another one of them. You just drank it. No, you drank it. I can see the frost <laughs> on it. The frost was here. So from there, she's drunk. Now. All right. Uh, one thing, just going forward, I think due to connection, we have to make sure that if one of us is talking, we've got to remember that we're not in a pub because it's, it's really breaking up. If like If two of us are talking at the same time, you can't. It's not really audible. Um, and the second thing I was going to say was, yeah, you can you can flip me the bird or whatever, but just just in terms of like people just listening, well, Chris just listening is it is pretty inaudible. Even if you just agree, if you go yeah yeah yeah, but you can't hear what the person that's making the point is making. Secondly, I, I can hear perfectly, and these are cheap earphones, so I, I don't know what's going on with yours. 
I thought you had a studio there. I've got a, a little dildo microphone and some cheap speakers, and I can hear fine. So, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> carry on talking over each other. But um, the, the other thing was that, um, like, the Lord of the Rings, as an example, I don't think would make for a good TV show. Um, no? No. I, I don't think in terms yeah, of the, no, not really. I mean, if you think about it, in terms of Lord of the Rings, there's no like cliffhangers or anything like that. You go next episode. It's just because it's not formatted. It's it's written as a book, and a book transcribes to a a film better than a series. So a series is usually written as a series. Say again. Game of Thrones is a book. It was a series of books, though, wasn't it? I, I know Lord of the Rings, yeah, but not in the same way. So Game of Thrones <laughs> is fucking loads of books, whereas I think Lord of the Rings was like, like a, a load of big books, if you know what I mean. So that's why you've got four films. But imagine how long Lord of the Rings would be as a series. Like, and if you've got to think about it, like even Game of Thrones was a bit too long of a sit. He overtook the books. Exactly. So it's a bit too long. Uh, I've just heard that Ricky Gervais has apparently been almost begged by Netflix to do Afterlife 3. Yeah. Now, that, that might be a first for Ricky Gervais because in terms of his shows, right, he, does, he does two. No, uh, he did Derek. Derek did three, I think, maybe. Did three. it? Yeah, but <laughs> nobody cares because Derek is shit. Well, yeah, was... I, I, I've, been, I've been getting to it, neither. There was good bits, there was good bits, but... Yeah. Controversial. Um, it's too commercialised. <laughs> I, I he does too. character building with Derek himself. I, I thought he was some sort of autistic bloke. But he's not. He's supposed to be a regular bloke that's based on a autograph hunter. Yeah. But I also think, I think where where Ricky maybe where is Ricky should have maybe in ter- in terms of that show, not played Derek, because the reason that it wasn't it was a bit more like because you know it's Ricky Gervais, and you know it's Ricky Gervais pulling that face that he does for his autograph hunters, therefore it's not you don't get like when you see Afterlife and The Office and um extras you know it's ricky gervais but he's playing somebody that you can relate to when you see ricky gervais acting in a way that he's acting a little bit too much and becoming becoming a character that it's that he's too big of a personality to just go i'm going to flick my hair over and put and then you got to believe that i'm not disabled not not to say like i I don't even know if you I'm not even. Was Derek supposed to be disabled or just a bit slow? Or a lot of people got confused because he he seemed like he was very disabled, very autistic, but he wasn't supposed to be. He was just a bit odd. Yeah, that's what he's supposed to be. But he's like, oh no, you're you're definitely not. And <laughs> <laughs> there it is. We're off YouTube. <laughs> time. <laughs> and, you, and you say that I set you up. Oh, um, here, here we go then. 
Here we go, Sean. What have we got? I'm not that active on Twitter, but I do. That is usually my go-to Twitter or Reddit first thing in the morning. Um, before I go on to my like interactive social media, so to speak, Twitter, I, I can tend to be left alone. I haven't got friends tagging me and stuff very often. I can scroll through things that I like. Haven't seen a lot about um, virtue signaling, transgender issues, anything like that recently. I mean, what's, what's that? What's that? Blombird that was in American Pie because she's trying to make out like some 75 geriatric presidential runner finger banged oh, her. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 She, she reckons Joe Biden finger banged her somewhere, doesn't she? Good. I hope she what? loved it. No, she apparently it was against her. Apparently it was against her will, Sean. Against their will. Yeah. Nah. It's always it's always against their will once they're big, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's always against their will when it's oh nobody's talking about me. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll, 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 we'll we'll take a sort of I think it's about a one eighty, if you will. So talking about Boris. Now I don't know whether to call him. Buffoon Johnson, or whether I actually like him. The bumbling bureaucrat that is Boris Johnson. Donald Trump. I could name a few others. Like If you just go back the last uh, 50 plus years, when did politics become the playground for the people that used to run countries like someone like Putin when did it become their playground and not the sort of alpha person and by person I I do mean Sean I mean this alpha males alpha females alpha transgenders alpha non-binaries anybody anybody that's a bit got a bit about i'm like look at boris johnson right you tell me right you tell me one person that you know that you served with you played football with played rugby with that couldn't kick the living fuck out of boris johnson right and he's making decisions (laughs) he's making decisions when he can't even do his fucking hair right so same with Donald Trump. He's essentially even more powerful than Boris Johnson. I'll slap the shit out of Donald Trump right now. I'll do it. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not even coming in extra spicy today, Sean. Uh, and, and I, I, I look at him. He's not. I'm, I, I just wonder. Look, and the reason I wonder that is not purely from some stupid jock mentality. Is it because, again, like Putin, if you are an alpha male or an alpha female, an alpha transgender, alpha non-binary, whatever, if you are an alpha personality and you are in a position of power, are you more likely to be super greedy 
and want to take over shit all the time? Is that maybe your MO? Because I'll give you my opinion. I don't think it is. I think that's just human nature because if you look at the likes of Boris Johnson and Donald Trump, they seem to be doing that shit anyway. They just a lot more and distract. So I was just wondering what your thoughts are like. How how come we don't have like badass leaders anymore, apart from Russia? I can't name another one because Kim Jong, however the many, he well, he was dead for a week, wasn't he, or something? <laughs> yeah, well dead. And then and then they went, hold on, Dennis Rodman is going to become the fucking prime minister of North Korea because he's. I don't think it's the prime minister, mate. I think it's the grand ruler or some shit. Grand, grand general chief. Yeah. Whatever. So why? So why... I, I put a fucking status up yesterday, and I got a lot of shit for it actually on our old Facebook <laughs> because I basically borrowed something from Joe Rogan about the popularity contest because that's what it yeah. is. Yeah, but don't don't, don't forget. On, on, it's it's. Everyone goes, yeah, I'm voting for Conservative because Conservative. You're not. You're voting because you like Boris Johnson or or you hated Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah. That's usually what it is. You're going for the, the popular opinion. I, I, I'm, I can hold my hands up. I'm a sucker for it. I'm like, yay, fucking cool, mate. I like it. I usually quite like Boris and what Boris says, but at certain points you're like, hang on. He's the overall leader of the of that party in charge of the country, and sometimes you you're a bit wrong, and you've got all this power to do whatever. I mean, they're never going to get it completely right, obviously. Like they're human, but what I think my question more was: Why do you think that we we now? But what, yeah, but why do you think now, like, why, why is politics run or are politicians that sort of doughy, out of shape? Because I think you have to, you have to, with politics, you have to get in with the back door now. If you look at all the leaders, all the people on, in the cabinet, they were they were no one five years ago. Some of them weren't even MPs, um, and they have to get in through the back door. So they have to pretend to be just a sort of a helpful, unambitious sort of person, so that they get pushed into jobs. Because the leaders of like the Conservatives, Labour, whoever, what they don't want is a stronger character than them getting anywhere near. The amount of TV time or the radio time or the column inches so that people go, I like him. And if I see him as a leader in the future, I'll be voting for it. You, do, you don't see it. And they, they do that deliberately. That's why a lot of the time, um, influential people and that, they sort of trump up a bit of an idea, you know, something to say he's gone, he's, he's done a bit wrong here, he's committed a bit of fraud or something, or he said something at a pub. So we'll put him on the back bench and we'll get him out of the way. And a lot of these leaders get him through the back door. The last, the last real leader, really, that sort of got themselves where they are and got a lot of support behind them is probably Tony Blair. In terms of, you knew he was what he was about. 
Yeah. But I mean, how he got there was because the Conservatives had basically ruined the, ruined the country beforehand. He offered a way out, um, and he won by a massive landslide. I mean, once he was in, it was a different kettle of fish, you know. But the point is, he managed to establish himself as a bit of a leader, and he got people around him to. One of his famous quotes was, um, um, "Get other people to stab stab people in the back for you. Smile to them, and then get get other people to stab them in the back." So he could get them out of the way. So any sort of anyone that looked like they were going to go against him, they could dispatch or kill in the wood and say commit suicide. All right, doctor. Um, I think my my point more was um, what why does no one in politics have a six pack? Why does no one in po- what why does no one in politics get to deadlift like two hundred kilos? Why do they always have to look? Like someone that, like if you if you actually if you gave them an open palm, they just kneel down and cry. Uh, why why do look at like we'll go away from our politics. Look at Trump. Imagine you wouldn't even need to. I mean, he's old now, so I'm not and I'm not ad, advocating beating up old people. But if you if you gave him a bit of a right hook, he's going to sleep. <laughs> He is, he's going to sleep straight away. Hey, he beat fucking uh, Vince McMahon in WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> With the help of Stone Cold Steve Austin, man. Fucking stunner. I know. You look a bit like Stone Cold Steve Austin today, actually. With that, <laughs> with that T-shirt. In a T-shirt. Mm. But... Why do you think that is? Why do you think it's so un? It, it, I've heard like Brendan Sharp and Joe Rogan both talk about the fact that they they cover up their tattoos on stage and they wear a, a, a bigger fitting shirt so they don't look how they look normally. What what is it about standing and talking in front of people and potentially like where where did? They've all come from offices, haven't they? That's why. But they haven't come from proper jobs. Yeah, I know. But there must be some people that are into politics, that are good at politics, that A, right, when I saw that Boris Johnson's wife had just had a kid after he didn't have coronavirus. um, (laughs) After he didn't have coronavirus. He fucking didn't, and we all know he didn't. He just didn't want to talk about it for two weeks. He was tired. He wanted a break. No, he was head under his bed on his all fours, just going, tell him I've got it. Um, Controversial, Darren Williams. Well, we all know it's true. I I told you there is fucking video evidence. I said, I bet you borrow... I told you, I bet you, I told you, I bet you he gets coronavirus and doesn't have to address the nation for two weeks. Right when we first hit lockdown, buddy. But anyway, when I found out he had a kid, I was like, who fucked him? And I know, I know this, all this makes a lot of difference. I know... People sleep with unattractive people because they've got money. But what I'm saying is, why is there not one single in world politics good-looking politician? 
that looks after himself, that lifts weights. Too busy, mate. And that can have a... They're not... Don't you give me their fucking busy. <laughs> even, even Arnie started getting a bit of a belly on him. Yeah, Arnie's 98, so... Down. But, like, in... Tell, tell me, what politician that anyone goes, Phew. when did that happen? Because it always used to be the, the strongest and, like, the most desirable people were always running shit. Is that maybe archaic? And it's just, that, like, that doesn't work. They all end up fucking each other. Like, what happened? Like, what happened? Why did it all of a sudden, is it all, like, undesirable, fat, Probably absolute dickheads that nobody spoke to in school. Why? Why are they the people that seem to run nations? Because they, they. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Look at a pandemic. They don't know what they're fucking doing yeah. unless it's actually been beneficial. It's been beneficial to lock down the entire world, which that may be the case. But I'm not. I'm not. A conspiracy theorist in that sense and i think that's a bit mental if you think like that so they don't know what they're doing so how come like even give me one politician that you is at least like semi-attractive well maybe not to you but i mean i don't know that must be someone not not maybe to me i'm thinking i'm thinking of the ones i see David Miliband was quite good looking. He was quite good looking. He's a mayor now, I think. Yeah. Like Not a to horse. you or me. Horse man. <laughs> no, that's his brother. That's Ed. David was the better looking brother. You would know. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Did he, did he give you that microphone? The strongest and the, and what have you. That's not how we're about anymore, are we? we? We want to believe that they're smart. Most times they're not. They just come from a background of being a civil ser servant or something, and they polish someone's boots, and that's how they get in, a lot of these politicians. But even back in, well, take fucking Churchill, for example. He wasn't exactly the strongest, was he? he was I very, used to think... He was very strong-willed, and he did what he wanted to fucking do. <laughs> if you watched... Um, the darkest hour and things like that where he was basically thrown under the bus and it backfired on those people that threw him under the bus because he yeah fucking shit hot with um with old winston though he, he's he's quite often i mean obviously for obvious reasons it's not me shitting on winston churchill here for anybody that's listening but he's quite often like put up in this this fucking bubble but his views on world politics were not that dissimilar to his foe in, you know, not good old, but in Mr. Hitler. His actual vision of what he wanted to do for Britain before he became prime minister, I mean, and he had to become prime minister because of old Nev. His, mani his manifestos before that were... Not that like they weren't as extreme as fucking Mein Kampf or no. anything like that, but his thoughts were very similar about race and equality and stuff like that. He, he, 
like you said, he's very strong-willed and thought what he thought. That's not like you have to go. Well, you can't even go back a lot further than that because you don't have much video evidence. What I'm what I'm saying is is that. <laughs> No, like think about it. Like you said about a popularity contest. If you like, look at the telly. There's there's some TV show on Netflix now called like Hotter Than Hell or some shit, or Too Hot to Handle. That's it. No, it's, it's come up and Lana watched it and 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 stuff like that. And it's similar to Love Island, isn't it? Yeah, but it's just like they've they've taken like. Or ordinary hot people that aren't all that hot, but now have, now have all the opinions. Yeah, and whatever, whatever. But but the pop, but the popularity contest. It's like if if like something like Beyonce and Jay Z, or Beyonce or Jay Z ran for president, or The Rock, or Kevin Hart ran for president of the United States of America, right? Why can't they get through? Because I'm sure they're not stupid people, especially Jay Z, for example. He's yeah, like the they, they probably could, but that's all that's wrong in politics in America, isn't it? Like, why the hell do you want Beyonce or Jay Z running your fucking country? And what the hell does she know about the local person? Nothing. nothing. Does she know well, about the working? Nothing. nothing. Like, I mean, what doesn't? I mean, they've been in the, I mean, they've been in the band since they're seventeen. They've been. They've yeah, got entourages Ch- and stuff. They ain't got a clue. Like, Ch- and, Ch- and, Ch- and Ch- Trump Ch- is the near- same. Chuck that mirror back on British politics. What the fuck does Boris Johnson know? No, I, I agree. I agree with you. So I mean, so, I didn't so what, why, why can't we have Beyonce as president? Because at least when I look at the camera and she's feeding me bullshit, I'm not there going, God, I want to fucking hit you. No, you're there. The going, problem is they can they can come from nothing. Like at least at least ours, you have to be an elected MP to begin with. The problem so, I have with with this is I didn't realise until a few years ago that you could be an MP and stand somewhere and you're not even fucking living there. Like Helen Grant, the MP for Maidstone, she doesn't live in Maidstone, she's been in Maidstone all life. She's in Suffolk or Surrey or somewhere, but she's she's in a safe conservative seat in Maidstone and so they've selected her to stand in Maidstone and so that she always wins. Um, and, and that happens everywhere, like across the country. Like you don't live there. My bloody what? What was um? Someone was uh, Donkey. My I don't mean Boris. Someone was um labouring Doncaster. Again, never been to Doncaster. They're not from South Yorkshire. They're from bloody Westminster. But they stand in South Yorkshire, South Yorkshire in Doncaster. Like why are they there? And that's the that's the problem. It should be wherever you live. Wherever you register, wherever you register to vote, that's where you stand. And if you can't stand there and you can't win there, then you, you're not going to be a politician. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Because um, how could you be the MP for that? Why are you drinking tea? It got it got brought to me. It's quite nice though. I should yeah. I should switch back, but she hasn't done it. I I don't drink tea. No. Yeah, Why? this could be this could be the new segue. Politics gets a bit fucking boring. Or that I was trying to make politics a bit light by being like, why, why can't you have be be good looking and ripped and stacked and be a politician? But it all went a bit fucking sideways. But yeah. also, <laughs> I um yeah, tea. I don't. 
I can't drink tea. I don't like it. I've tried all of them. All the different herby ones, everything. Green teas, just a regular tea, an Earl Grey, tea with sugar. I've, I just literally, I taste it and just go, it tastes like shit. Right. <laughs> Gen- <laughs> genuinely, and I've had like it in a teapot. Just you in drink, my cup. You drink coffee there, didn't you? Yeah. Black yeah, coffee. Yeah. yeah, black, yeah. I'm, I'm, do you know what? I'm, I'm going towards black now. I never used, I used to be two or three sugars and milk sort no. of a man. But, but to be honest, now I'm, now I'm going more into sort of dark coffee. And uh, he... I'll t- this, um, this, this will segue into my podcast where I eventually fucking get round to doing it. But, but I, um, what did you say? I said that mammoth coffee is really good. Ah, right. So the reason, so brought to you by Granite Zero. <laughs> I've um. Did you just deep throat that microphone anal bead? I don't have it anymore. I wanted to make it look like <laughs> I do have it there, but I've binned it. So I'll, uh, I'll now pour a cup there, but it doesn't look the same. Um. So I've got a really weird brain, Chris. That. It's. It, I'm not set on things. I'm. I'm more than capable of swaying a opinion that I get. But I tend to get flashed decisions on what I think of things. For I'll give you a, a pure example. I can't accept a pair of shorts, some flip flops maybe, and a long sleeve t-shirt. I simply. It's like, are you... What do you mean? What do you mean you can't accept it? Like if you see it, what happens? No, happen? no, no it, it fucking. What do you mean? It. Fu- Sean will tell you. I send him pictures all the time. It fucking enrages me. I'm like, uh, why? Like you I, have. Mason you must. Out that Mason Jones does, and he was like, oh, that's pretty cool. What about no, you know no, when no. you go out and you see people they're wearing flip flops and shorts, and it's summer in the bottom half of your body, but in the top you're wearing one of them coats with a fur around the side. I've, I've seen it. Come to London, see, you see it. Yeah, summer, see, it's, it's summer in the legs, but the top half of you is cold, so you're wearing yeah, a coat. That's that's exactly my thought on the the long sleeve t-shirt. Because if like if your legs are warm enough, then surely your your other expenditures should be warm enough too. <laughs> but like I said, I my brain is alterable. I can't. <clears throat> <clears throat> the thing about the black coffee is that um, I've actually got the I've got a a sign of it still here. It used to be up in my gym. It was um, it, it's an excerpt from I think I've got the book here. Maybe not. I um, from twit. It's an excerpt from Twitching with Twight um, from uh, the book Kiss or Kill. And basically, he says, um, he's talking to himself and he says, cut your hair. Don't worry about the grey. Um, nobody will notice if they care about you anyway. It's, it's, he's not even rhyming that. It just That's just how it goes. And then he says, um, in the morning, take your coffee black. Uh, feel the caffeine surge through your body and use that energy throughout the day. And ever since I read that, I was like, that's what I'm doing then. I'm taking my coffee black and I'm going to take it as strong as possible. 
and I'm going to use all of the energy. And that might be why I don't like tea, because black coffee, a strong black coffee, even if it's shitty Nescafe, tastes a hell of a lot stronger than like a tea with milk and sugar. If you get what I mean, I don't know. Is Danny frozen there, or is he? Is I think he's frozen. Know, he looks like he might have frozen. <laughs> I've just, I've just bought. Really into your conversation. I, I've bought it, or he's got a dick in his mouth. <laughs> kind of looks like he's got a dick in his mouth. What's so, what's your thought on that anyway, Sean? As Danny's not here. Do you, do you like you like a cup of tea, don't you? Mm. No, no, not anymore. You did, you did for a bit. I for a little bit. Um, I would, I, I never. If you remember before I joined up, I never used to drink hot, hot drinks. drinks. Um, it was only when we were out in the field that I started drinking hot drinks, and the first thing was um. Yeah, Danny's out, mate. I think I think his missus is bollocking him. <laughs> Whatever, he'll text me in a bit. Um, but yeah, I was um, I was introduced to tea, obviously, because it was like, well, you make your cup of tea. Like, oh, yeah. Always text so, me. It wasn't until um, I went to Bastion and I sat next to. He said his laptop's crashed. <laughs> Why does he text me? Oh, well, he might text me as well. Hold on. Anyway, um, yeah, laptop's crashed. Um, I'll invite him back in in a minute, if he comes back, if he comes back, probably not. Um, I was in Bastion with um, Dave Feezy, Sports Sergeant Feezy, and he, he started off with the, with the pods. Oh, nice, he, yeah, yeah. He was like, do you fancy a coffee? And I was like, I don't really like coffee, and he went, you haven't tasted good coffee then, have you? Like, yeah, that's often yeah. true though, isn't it? That, like, yeah, if you get, it is. Right. And this isn't an advert for any coffee company at all, but if you have you have like a an Asda's own instant coffee, and that's your thoughts on coffee, then you're probably not going to like it. But I do it all the time. Well, I have been doing it all the time uh, during lockdown. Is it's using my cafetiere or using my coffee machine. Letting it brew, and it's a completely different taste. Oh, you've got to let it brew as well. Yeah, it's a completely don't different just, taste. Don't just put it in there and squish it down. Let right. It, if let, if, it if let me let me just touch. Hang on, this is for the video viewers, and I'm going to look at the camera right now, and I hope it's my voice gone real oh, deep and sexy. sexy. It's sexy that voice. If you squish your cafetiere. Right down at the start. Turn around. Because I get to fuck you now. (laughs) (laughs) With his his brown dick. (laughs) (laughs) But in all seriousness, I know um, they've helped out the show a little bit. But seriously, Dead Mama Coffee is fucking brilliant. It's a bit very similar to um, Black Rifle, where he roasts to order and you can mm-hmm. choose what round of beans you want, what beans you actually want, all that sort of bollocks. Fucking brilliant shit. Yeah, 
Are, are they flicked beans? Hey, John, I don't know if you're going to be able to see this, but Mum dropped this picture off. I don't know how well you can see that, but I will. You want to see uh, this will be about 21 or 22 year old Darren. Now, I'm going to have to change the Logicam real quick. Oh. Oh, there he is. Stay in focus, you'll fuck us. Yeah. There he is. There he is. Might be able to see that. Ha! Got a horrible screenshot of my own head there. <laughs> it just told me you took a screenshot. So, this sneaky fuck. Do you know what? What? I actually thought that your camera is pointing the ceiling then. Really? <laughs> yeah. that, that freaked me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. You thought, um, I was just, you thought I was lying on Richie? Yeah. So you fucking dance on the ceiling, mate. You oh, I... That bird that was sat in front of you, 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 were, you were tapping now, weren't you? We don't talk about things like that on the podcast, Sean. Tapping out, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been a long day. I was I was just gonna do something just to see your reaction. Um Um Hang on. Just want to know if this song freaks you out much anymore. What does that freak me out? Because you got told off by YouTube, didn't you? Oh, <laughs> I was really told off by YouTube. <laughs> so. I figured, I figured if I only play. Like a tiny little bit. It won't pick it up. Listening to the whole hour and a half. Hey? Who's listening to the whole show for them to say that? No, they they have a filter, don't they? But I was thinking that we... Like, if I can work out this soundboard, Sean, it can be, like, you can drop a line, like, can you imagine the first Prime Minister with a six-pack and some... Newly grown blonde side part in hair and some brown skin when he addresses the nation, I am your new prime minister. <laughs> Good, mate. I'm just thinking because I want to do a soundboard for my um, for my podcast, but there Certain things that I just, I think would just be great just in general for my life that I could just I'm trying to think of a, like another song. Ah. Oh. oh, by the way, I've got I have got that microphone. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it'll work with the iPad yet. I need to um, save up. No, it it won't. Yeah, and 
just give give the old man a shout. He'll um. I will at some point. Oh, what's the, what's that song? He's helped me out in another way, isn't he? Oh, is he? Yeah. So, sounds weird and gay. That did sound a bit incestuous. Didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we will rephrase that. <laughs> what's that song? What's this? I'm gonna have to Google it quickly. Google that shit. While you're googling that shit, current event that I saw while I was scrolling through Insta, Instagram. Ricky Hatton thinking about lacing the gloves back up. Yeah. Did you see what Tyson Fury did? No. He rang him, and he said. Ricky, what are you doing? What's the matter? What's going on? <laughs> you seem depressed. <laughs> Brilliant. Did you see I, fucking... Did you see Mike, though? Mike Tyson? Yeah. Impressive. It was, only, it was only that little brief clip, but... Holy Jesus Christ. <laughs> Is he going to do it? Well, from what I've heard um, through different sources and that, not that yeah. I've got left connections. Fucking who are you, Ariel Hawani? Yes, definitely. Um, no, he, he's, I'm pretty sure he said it on, on an interview or something. Um, he wants to do a charity fight. It's only going to be like four rounds, but he's going to do a charity fight. Yeah, and he, he gets... He gets paid a million. Yeah. Why not? But he's obviously put that clip in, and now fucking Holyfield has come out and went, well, I'll fight him. I'm going to do some training. Like, yeah. Well, Holyfield, Holyfield, over the grand scheme of things, potentially, like, some people will say he was a better fighter. But just because Mike Tyson's come out and said he wants to do a charity match, you can't. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> the thing about Evander Holyfield is he might have been a better boxer. He might have beat Mike Tyson, but he'll never be Mike Tyson. What's the shot? No, I can't right. find it because my keyboard's because fucked on my phone again. There's always, that, that, there's always that thing, isn't there, that Holyfield didn't fight the Mike Tyson before. No. There is that. There is that. But there's also. Holyfield was exactly what was needed to beat Mike Tyson. Right, I'll give you an example. He is the real so, deal. Holy after all. Yeah, so Mike Tyson was a was a poor kid, got adopted, was a bullied kid, um, and he got trained by somebody that wanted to beat his own record, which being Gus Tomato. It was Gus Tomato. Yeah. Not Tomato. Um to beat his own record in having the youngest heavyweight champion because he believed that this freak-sized, muscle-bound teenager 
was capable, that he sort of took under his wing, was capable and lived at his house. It's not weird. None of this is weird. This white guy taking a black kid off the streets that was really muscular in the 80s with oil on. Um, (laughs) So he took him off the streets, trained him in the same way that he trained Floyd Patterson. Um, hypnotised him didn't suck his cock um, took this this also this this child that was a big ball of anger and the reason he was a big ball of anger is because he used to get picked on and what used to happen because he didn't have any parents or proper parents used to run away and hide taught him what to do with that so the reason that Tyson was so explosive, so savage, this is only my theory anyway, it's not based on everything, anything. I've just read a lot on Mike Tyson and a few other boxers. But basically this, this child that was a coward, who'd rather run away, taught him he didn't have to run away. You're a fucking machine. Let me show you how to use your body. No, no homo. Um, created Tyson, told him about the work ethic and everything. Tyson sucked it all up, sucked it all up, sucked it all, sucked it, all, sucked, it sucked it and yeah. sucked it. Tyson became what he did, was never the same when Cuss died. Um, and in some respects, and until, until recently, I'd say, the coward came back. Hid, hid again hid behind cocaine and um, marijuana, etc., until he became a a massive marijuana farmer now. But he hid, he hid behind the fame, the tigers, the the women, the court cases. He hid, because the more he was hiding, the less he had to spend in the ring, where he didn't want to be. Because then you, and then this is where I come full circle. This is possibly the longest winded conversation of all time. But Evander Holyfield was a homeboy brought up by his mum, very strict woman. I feel feel like I may be getting confused with two different boxes here, but I know for a fact that Holyfield was either brought up by both his parents or just his mum. And they were very strict. And if he didn't behave himself, he got taken down to the bottom of the garden and got given a fucking eye in. Um, he then took himself in, into boxing or he got put into boxing by his parents. I don't know as much about Holyfield, but I know this much is more or less a moral guidance into how he got there. I am not quoting anything and I can't remember the actual facts, but basically got himself into boxing after having a very strict background. And was used to being bullied. And I will say that any parents that have to beat their kids in any way, you're bullying your kids. So he was he was used to being bullied. So fighting a bully. Fighting a bully was fuck all to Holyfield. Yeah. Trying to get a rise out of somebody. To Tyson was a big deal. 
And when that person did, that person eventually, that person finally, not a fluke or anything like that, that person finally stood toe to toe with him went, you don't scare me. I'm better than you. What did Mike Tyson do? And got the fuck out of there. Like Mike Tyson always does. Always did. I'm not saying he still does that now. He's got all the talent in the fucking world. In the world. But that doesn't take away. Doesn't take away from the core value that Mike Tyson had from when he was a kid. And I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. As soon as Mike Tyson started getting lit up, his first reaction was go back to being a kid. It's the same as like a UFC fighter. There's a wrestler who decides he's going to start throwing hands. As soon as he gets fucking punched on the nose, it's the first thing they do. Shoot a double. What's the jiu-jitsu guy do? Rolls their back. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and I'm, not, I'm not saying Mike Tyson's a coward by any means. What I'm saying is that he, he's not the psychopath that people thought he was. Yeah. He is, in fact, one of the, if not the best heavyweight of all time. But he's still that scared. Scared kid. Like, that, that stays with you, I think. I, I think there's things from things like that. They they don't go away. They stay there. Yeah. Which is why this is a mental health podcast. We talk about mental health. Mental health. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking. That was a. Darren's been in quarantine for a long time. Conversation. Darren hasn't spoken to. Sean in a couple of weeks. <laughs> not properly, not properly. We haven't spoken properly yeah, in a while. Um, I actually wanted um, Danny on this podcast because I was going to bring up fucking VE Day. Well, I was going to ask him to do it on Friday because he was working nights. And we never actually spoke about it. And now he's disappeared because I think his missus has probably gone, uh, you're not doing it anymore. Yeah. I mean, what? He finished the time. That's well, quarter to 11. Quite a long one. Almost two hours. Two hours. Ah, oh, that's not too bad. Not the longest we've done. Mate, do you know what wound me up a little bit about VE Day? Right? And it's not the celebration. The celebration is fucking brilliant because it should be celebrated. 100%. Right? Little things niggled me a little bit. Right? First up, just because you served in the military doesn't mean you have to change your profile picture to your military photo and put something about VE Day. You didn't serve in World War Two. No. Um, I think... I think... If you're having a little house party, sure. Or street party, which is what a lot of people did. You don't need to pull your beret out and wear it. I agree with that one. Uh, I think with the first one, I think um, with any sort of military stuff, any stuff. So, like, I'm not, I'm not military, but I think, like, for me, um, I spoke to a few people on on Friday. 
and I spoke to spoke to him about Grandad, and I I felt enormous pride about my Grandad, and, and I think with with those, and I don't even know the story, really. No one's ever really told me jack shit about what Grandad. Oh, he spitfires. Yeah, but he's got a fucking big award, mate. What's he got that for? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. But but what I will say is that I think that a lot of military personnel, you have to understand that there is a lot of people that work for that establishment that don't have a lot of brain power. And also, I don't, I don't think for like a profile picture and stuff like that, I don't think it comes from a bad place. I think it's... No, them. I I no, 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 no. I, I know what you're saying. That's that's one of those like niggles that I have, and I'm like, you can't wear shorts and a long sleeve t shirt. So, like, what you put in your like, you didn't serve, but in their head, they're showing respect, yeah, by yeah. saying, I, I, I serve too. I, I serve too. I think that's what that comes from. And you yeah. have to, you have to remember, because you have to remember some of the shit that you had to take. Uh, for just doing this podcast and how just just because something is military related and you have a thought on it doesn't necessarily mean that that's that's how it should be and I, like and I mean that from the best point of view yeah, yeah. like 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 wearing their beret it, I mean how old are they like if they're they're just an 18 year old guy that you could argue that they're thinking I've just joined and I feel really proud I've, I'm doing what my granddad did. My great-great-granddad did it, actually. Um, or it could be someone like Dad and Mike's age, where their dad served. Or it could be somebody in between. And then you're like, what are you doing? Like, if you, you Webby, Ferg, Bootsy, um, Matty Norton, anybody like that was sat outside my house wearing their beret, I wouldn't question it. But in my head, I'd be like, why are you wearing that? Yeah. But, yeah. but also... It's quite funny, because I walked past him and Kate sort of saw me do the little double take that I do, as if to go, what are you doing, mate? Yeah. I, he had it basically a bit like what I've got here, on my number one jacket. Mm-hmm. He had that outside his house. It was like, I get it. I get your sense of pride. I get it. 100%. I'm one of the most passionate people about my service, because of what I achieved when I was there, 100%. Veterans fucking Armed Forces Day, I think it's called, and Remembrance Day, I'm all about it, sure. Even even now, talking about the military, I, I could talk your ears off about the military for the five and a half years that I served. The day was when we won the war against, your, against the Nazis in Europe. That's what that is. Mm. I didn't serve in the military in World War Two. No, I think, but I think what the. But I that... understand. I get. I get. Yes, I'm a service member. I should show my respect. No, no, I don't. I, I don't think that's that's the point. I think that for some people, it, that's their way of showing respect. Is like I, I've, like I may not have been in that fucking shit tunnel, yeah. but. I've, st- I st- I, I've served, or I am serving. I understand where you're going, coming from, but a lot of people will say the same about 
like Remembrance Day, you'll go, well, we weren't in World War One. Well, it's not just about World War One, it's about all wars. But yeah. VE Day is Victory in Europe Day. Yeah. And I was trying to say to Kate, yeah, it's celebrated every year. <laughs> However, the big ones are celebrated with the street parties. Yeah. Is, I think it should be a street party every year because... Why the fuck not? Should be a bank holiday. But um, not that it makes any difference to you or me. But what, another thing I'll say then is, which is same same scenario, uh, different section of people. Um, on V-Day, we took a care package up to, to Gran and it was you know just a few sausages in that and yeah 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 sorry i just wanted to just like because she like she's too old to be going to the shops and stuff yeah, and but like, i i i stayed in the car but jonah had dropped off too much meat and stuff like that so it's like come on we'll take we'll take this up to go and go see terry um on the way there i saw about five couples or families dressed in sort of 1940s gear and i genuinely i was sort of working i didn't i didn't didn't say anything just in my head i was like are they just is that how they dress or are they just dressed up or are they dressing up or or what? And I, I'm pretty sure they were dressing up, and they were dressing up probably to give that sort of V Day feel. And that's why I think for that, like, had the it, Yeah, I did that. I sat at the front on my own. No, no, you did. You told me. On my on my ones. On your onesies. Everybody else was too pissed and went in. Lana was pissed when you flopped your face on. Yeah. Well, it wasn't just Lana. I, I went out in front of my house. Um, I think the closest. It, it was a, a real shame that we had this lockdown intrusion. I, I know there was a lot of people that didn't really abide by them. Thanks, Paul. We um, did. We did. But the street, how good would it have been if we were allowed out to mingle? Right. With a, with a street party. I was, but, to, I was telling Kate about the time, I think it was the Queen's Golden Jubilee, and there was a street party at Chris's old smuggler's street. Uh, was it Hampton Court? Yeah. Place, Hampton Place, where it is. So everybody was out in the street. I know it's not a massive street. It really isn't. That's one of the only street parties I, I recall, really. But I was like, seeing these people out in the front, having a few beers, and I was like, this would have been so much better if you could mingle. It was just a bit of a shame, really. Yeah, I, but I also think it they wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened, because everybody be too... would have been in the back garden having a barbecue. Yeah. It's, which is what I said to Kate. I went, if this bank holiday happened... Without lockdown, we'd have been around your mum and dad having a barbecue. Yeah, it'd have been good still, but you would well, have been in all the the flag the, the 
flags and I very I, I doubt as many flags would have been flying put it that way well yeah I I I I got the same thoughts as in um yeah so lockdown I can't go can't go to the gym can't go swimming can't go sauna I was, I was literally thinking this out the back earlier on my own because that's that's pretty much what I have to do um and I thought well you know what even though I played football with my neighbor went to school for a long time with my neighbor across the road went to school with my neighbor across the road's uh, brother and trained her at archways i wouldn't have probably spoken to any of those people yeah. at all at all probably other than maybe my name i'm not going to say yeah. their names because we don't know how massive this podcast is going to be in a year's time but but i wouldn't necessarily have known not known them i, I wouldn't have spoken to him i'd have been like you right, mate? You right, mate? How's it going? And then every every fourth Saturday, I'd be like, Tomo, how's it going? How's it? How's the family? Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. Uh, be shit if there was a pandemic, and it was planned to crash the world economy. Ooh. And for China, China. China. I got a text off dad. Got a text off dad. By the way. Oh, you didn't say it. So I'm going to show you the little because I've got it in yeah. here. What are you doing? Show you the, the proudness. Oh, the granddad's medals, aren't they? Look at them. Right. So that's his BEM that nobody knows about. Yeah, but well, nobody knows what that's for. And I believe this one here, that is a World War Two. Uh, Act of Valor medal. Yeah. And again, nobody knows what it was for. So, so there's two, he's got two Act of Valors. Yep. Ah. There he is. There he is. That's a hurricane, by the way. Do you, do you like my daily updates on um, Harry Spotter? I do, mate. Because strangely, it makes it gets my mind thinking. You, you'll send me a picture of a helicopter or a plane or something. I'm like, you, I, I don't know what it's like by you, mate. Around here, there, there is a like. Considering we don't have, hey, people of Hereford, we don't have an active airfield. No, you don't. Officially. Officially. But uh, considering we don't. Well, we do actually. You got Shobden, um, but they're civvies. We don't have a military one. There, are, there has been cons- a lot, a lot of helicopters. And somebody that I will, I can't even show you on camera because that would give it away. But his name begins with L, and his last name begins with C. And he's definitely got his eyes blanked out in um, all. Say again. Is he a good mate of mine? Yeah. What Went to school him? with him. He um primary school. Yeah, he yeah. lived 
father yeah. was also in. Yeah. Brother was SFSG Marine. Yeah. Well, we, we don't. We don't. What, what a like, family, though. What a fucking family. We don't. We, we don't. <laughs> Don't embellish that much information, Sean, just in case it becomes a big podcast. Dad got shot on the cat. <laughs> right. So he li- he lives just up the road from me. Does he? Hey, yeah. Come on. I'll ask him if he can come on. We can, we can, like, just do calls. Yeah, but then you've sorted his voice, mate. Anyway, yeah, anyway, carry on. It, it, it does matter. It does matter. So it does. Um, carry on. Ferg wants to come on, and so does Webby. Uh, but I'll sort that. I'll sort that. Um, That's fine. Love it. I'll, I'll sort it. Um, so I was talking to him, and I was talking to Dad, and I was like, there is a lot. Like, I'm getting... But this is basically me that lives in my back garden planting tomatoes. Now that's that's me just looking at. I was like, there's a lot of helicopter activity around Hereford. You're sending me a lot of helicopter activity, and I'm like, that's more than normal. Yeah. I spoke to Dad, and he went, "What else have I got to do?" I was like, "What?" He went, "It's a nice day. What else have they got to do?" I was like, "Uh." I was hoping for something more. Yeah. But uh, spoke to um, yeah. Matey and uh, he was like, he's like, well, you see some of our boys' helicopters, have you? I'm like, yeah, the blue and white ones. And he went, yeah, yeah, they're probably just bored. He went, look, <laughs> he, went, he went, look, mate, I, I'm at home. So I'm as much in lockdown as the rest of you. And then I spoke to Dad again. He went, they're not fighting any wars at the moment. You heard anything about a war? And I was like, no. And I was like, that's what I was thinking. That's when I started thinking about the ugly politicians. And then I thought, after this, there's definitely going to be a war. Definitely going to be a war. What the fucking hell have I been babbling on about for two hours? I feel like I've been talking a lot. You have been talking a lot, but I enjoy it. I like listening. I can't remember what I was going to say to you, but it's gone. Ah, oh, tell you what I forgot to do. Okay. Was dig out that fucking American hat. What? The USMC hat. You gave me. You I, got the, I got yeah, I've got the um the sergeant. I've got you the uh American Army one as well. I also got the USMC with the sergeant. Yeah, I had some I got some of the multicam bottoms and I had a multicam shirt, but there was absolutely no reason for me to ever wear that. The um the bluey coloured one, that's army. The what? Oh yeah, I've got two. I've got a sandy, sandy the coloured. Only one is USMC. You'll have the um, Globin fucking anchor on it, um, and the other one was the Army. Army. Multicam one. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I meant to put that on, but but also. I got but the two things. 
The thing about a shed, though, there's only so much room. I'm finding that now. And I'm looking around as as I'm in here. And because, like, I, I probably could turn my hand at making it a little bit better. But at the moment, like, the things that I wanted to do, um, like plasterboard in the ceiling and stuff like that, that I haven't been able to do, I'm starting to look over and go, yeah, this is just a shed because there's fucking slug trails Mate. along my roof. And I, there are spider webs was... in the corners of my door. Mate, I told you I was painting the old video, didn't I? Yeah. I lifted up the fucking the little flappy bit that's got the roof where it overhangs. Yeah. Yeah. Eight spider's nests. You really don't like spiders, do you? I fucking hate them, right? I know you hate this because you know, I've got one. I've got a cat house, and I know you hate it. Here's the thing. It's, it's not. For it's for Blossom when she wants to sunbathe, but not sunbathe. All right? <laughs> anyway, I was painting that. Turned to the right hand side of it, there was the only way I can describe it was a colony of, of baby spiders. Oh, have you seen that? There Sorry. Sorry, I was, I, was, I, was, I was blood red mad then. Um, have you seen the. I'm sure you, I, I feel like you probably haven't. When people find a like spider nest by the side of their house and they put their hand along it, yeah. and then all of a sudden, like, Sixty hundred thousand yeah. little tiny spiders. The <laughs> <laughs> last night, right? Me and Kate were in, we decided to watch the telly in bed instead of downstairs and falling asleep. And uh, we we were watching Louis Theroux, Jimmy Savile, right? Uh, awful, awful. It's terrible. It's terrible considering what you know now. Yeah. No, no, Louis, this is the one he did after he died. Oh, okay. Where he revisits the stuff that he saw and he's like, oh. He's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, you're on the bed and uh, the cat starts doing cat things where it's like, like, what's that? And did you say, Blossom, you've got to go outside now. It's time to sunbathe. Babes. No babes. She started, she started fucking messing about with the underside of the door to the bathroom. We were like, what the fuck is that? Open the door, there's a spider like the size of my fucking hand. Why didn't the cat fucking sort it out? But it tried. What a shit cat have you got? Oh, she's lovely though. She's <laughs> <laughs> fucking lovely though. She sits, she sits on the end of the bed. Oh, yeah, that's Jimmy's, Jimmy's old thing, mate. But it, oh, it's mad, isn't it? I know the whole story, like, he's protected by the BBC, or it was, and all the fucking conspiracy theory about that huge pedophile. So's Boris Johnson. Okay. Um, but look at him and tell me he's not. <laughs> well, if, if, if you were... 
Right, if you were to get a sketch pad out. Get a sketch pad out and go, draw me a paedophile. You would draw Jimmy Savile. Boris John. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Savile. Williams. You would definitely draw Boris John. Uh, Jimmy Savile. Stop <laughs> saying Boris. Sorry. I, 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 Jimmy... Jimmy... Are you going to finish it? Of course it is. Yeah, might as well. Day off tomorrow, aren't you? No. Oh, well. Got to get up. Um. Yeah, so Boris Johnson's definitely. Um, Jimmy Savile. I need to get some more. Can you do, can you do the closing ads, and then I'll come back and we'll just chat. I ain't doing closing ads. I know you're not, but I'm just. I need to go and get one. You've got one. Huh? Not Sean. There's like a, not even a mouthful there. That's right, Tomo, the original Tomo. Do you know? I know I am the original Tomo. Do it. So, the day. Do you remember Ben Carter? Yeah. Ben Carter lives opposite me. Right. Cool. Tells. Have I told you this whole story? And next door is. Crofty sister. Crofty sister. Yeah. So Crofty told Noah, that is Crofty's sister's son, before we did the VE day thing, he was like, um, hey, got an important guest tonight. Your, your neighbour is an important guy. Do you know he's a chef at the Beefy Boys? So Noah straight away was like, oh, I gave him a hat. And then obviously my neighbour and then Ben call me Tomo. So the next thing, I've got a kid on a scooter just riding up and down the street. And I gave him a beefy boy's hat. And he's there going, hey, Tomo, Tomo, <laughs> this little kid's voice. Tomo, look at me. I was like, yeah, I am Tomo. So I've got a fan. You're fucking Tomo on this show, brother. And that's this cool side. You're just a little brown motherfucker. Yeah, you're a little Tomo. Anyway, let me go and get a, a drink and then we'll call it five minutes and then go off air and probably continue talking. Unless you've got work tomorrow. No, we won't. I'll just check messages while you're uh, away. Yeah, okay. I mean, you could just stop the... Because it's going to be weird for anybody listening. That's fine, I'll keep talking. We're going <laughs> to read out your messages? Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> There's quite a lot of lo- lovely messages. I'm only joking. Uh, I'll quickly um, toss up about, you know, the standard Dead Mammoth Coffee, Infusion CBD, Combat Fuel, Right flank, all those guys that help support the uh, podcast. As Darren mentioned earlier, they're not uh, fully fledged sponsors, but I do have promo codes for all of them, which I'll mention or have mentioned at the start of the show. Excuse me, fucking late, man. Um, but yeah, uh, it's been a fucking good, um, 
a good chat today with with um, with Darren and uh, Chris. And um, all was away. Oh. It won't be long. So I've been I I had a large glass of whiskey and a couple of glasses of wine. been talking about? Well, old mate, I literally was rambling on about nothing, really. Uh, right. So, didn't get to the bottom of it, and I'd like to actually hear your opinion. Um, not that we can go on for much longer, but why do you think? Because Dunny was going into his he like he likes a political debate, doesn't he? I love politics, mate. But I would like He's to know. He's going to try and be an MP. Yeah, it can't. He can't. Anyway, carry on. Um, Why do I think what? nobody's good looking? Not just no. I'm not talking about good looking. I'm not just talking about that. I'm just talking about why does it have to be a certain type of person? Because. Now, I don't know if I came up with this or I've heard it subconsciously on other podcasts. Why is it that the average person associates wealth with education? Because if you ask me, it goes the other way around. Other way around, sorry. Yeah. You get education if you're a wealthy country. Not the other way round. Yeah. So. Now, and I, I mean this, I don't know if I've heard that. Or 
if yeah, that's just a thought that I've had. But when you listen to a lot of other podcasts and things like that, you pick up things. Yeah. Real life. Um, but yeah, um, it's a tricky one, and I can't pretend that I know a lot about anything. But really. it, but it's not even a a political conversation. It is why why do they all look a certain way? Why 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 do does like the average person buy into that? Is that because it's normal now? Is that because it works? It's also why have you got to have? <laughs> it's why have you got to have a posh speaking voice? And like you said, a shit haircut. Because they always have shit haircuts. They earn a lot of money. Go to a decent hairdressers. Yeah. Uh, and and little things like that. And it's like. Why? Because they've gone to so and so and so and so for the, for this education. Why do you know the best for the country? Because clearly you don't understand the average person that is in the country. But but then again, would average Joe who runs to be become a politician? Would he do a decent job? Probably not. Probably not, but... <laughs> I. Right, this could go down a big fucking rabbit hole and you have to grab my feet and pull me back out. Because I think the way that politics is, is that you do have someone maybe aristocratic at the head of it, but I'm pretty sure the job initially of a local MP not even initially sorry preferentially is that the right word preferentially should be somebody that is in touch with their constituency therefore somebody that perhaps doesn't really know politics that well I'm already I'm already working out what happens in my head now sorry i've already worked it out but that's the way it should be is that you get um you get dave that has maybe run two corner shops in higher wickham and he becomes look that's a bad example because i don't even know what constituency that is but okay so you get you get um michael jones that has run two butcher shops in Herefordshire and he runs for North Herefordshire as the MP. He gets it. He's he's been around people, he knows he knows the locals relatively. Um and he can give the opinion of North Herefordshire to Parliament. But I already worked it out without even going any further or having any interaction with you, what happens is it starts with the arist aristocrats in the, the top positions. And what they do is they give people land in certain areas. They then become aristocrats, aristocratic in their own right. So they're, they're not lords or anything like that, but 
they they've got their their god-given right to swan about with mummies and daddy's money and they want to rub shoulders with the politicians which is why chris was you need to get in through the back door because otherwise you just run up against a load of rich people who go you can't fucking come around here telling me what to do get out peasant and that's it's it's basically like a monarchy, but in a in a yeah. more and spread it, out more spread out way. I know a lot of people really don't like him. But then you get the odd bloke that pops up who has out there views. For example, Nigel Farage. Not many people like him. A lot of people did like him though. But a lot of people do like him as well. But a lot of people of certain backgrounds don't like him because they say that he's racist, they say that he's fascist. He's, like that. he's no more racist or fascist than anybody else in that whole system. Exactly. Um, and I genuinely the, mean that. And a lot of the time he speaks the truth. And people... And well, I think... I think, like I, think I think what what you missed there was he speaks what he thinks is the truth. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, and then you get and, a lot of people that go, well, he's racist because he's not. Le- he doesn't want people coming into the country, etc., etc. Et <laughs> but a lot of the time he is correct. A lot of the time he is wrong as well. Doesn't I really think... I think that anybody that talks about coming into countries and stuff like that, I mean, I understand that we have our um, our welfare states and stuff like that, but we're, we're, we're all working off imaginary borders that were put in place by people that had less of an idea of what they would they didn't even have the internet exactly. so all, all those countries you see on a map oh, uh, those borders are made up mate but they're made up and, so, and the biggest one that makes me laugh the most is america yeah oh we can't have immigrants coming into our country the whole lot of you are immigrants apart from the native americans and and the Mexicans and the Mexicans, sorry. Because yeah, like good. the funny thing is that Trump wanted to build a wall that spanned across the border, but California and most most I think I think it's California and a lot of Texas was, it was part of Mexico, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think the whole Mexico thing. I think the Mexicans. I think again, I'm not fact checking here. This is just me purely thinking i've heard it somewhere mexican is a type of like aboriginal american yeah i think a bit like an aztec you've got an aztec yeah. you've got a mexican you've got a a sioux you've got a blackfoot you've got an apache you've got a comanche you've got a load of europeans that come over and fuck things up not necessarily even fuck things up, but they they didn't go about things the right way. I mean, maybe in 
17, 15 or whatever the fuck, I probably wouldn't have had the same insight because it would be like, no, you get off my fucking land, boy. But, but also, <laughs> it's quite funny because the, <laughs> the fact that they came out with the name Indians because they thought they found India. <sighs> that is a classic drive-by case of you got Rob. <laughs> Indeed. But that's that's another like touchy subject over there. Yeah. Because the Native American concept of white people calling them something is not Native American. They identify as an Indian. A, a lot of them. Not all of them. A lot of them do identify as a native Indian. Like a cowboy and Indian. They're like, don't call me a Native American. I'm an Indian. Because that's... that's What? That, right, I wasn't being racist or anything. That's from movies. I'm I'm a privileged white background. <laughs> but that's that's the mental thing about it. How like um, people call it like cultural appropriation and stuff like that. But it's um, is it you're allowed to make a joke? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like there's absolutely there's absolutely no way in hell. That my friends, uh, Nico, Deji, Anana, um, Jennifer, like that, just, I mean, I had to, that was four, and that makes me sound like a privileged white person. But there's absolutely no way that I would call any of them the, the N word. But I would definitely call each and every one of them at some point because they are my friend and I, I am accepted as their friend. I go, I, I, and I'll, I'll do it on your podcast. Be like, sup nigga? And I would. No, but I would. I would. And I will have Deji on this podcast to prove that. I'll have Anana on this podcast to prove that. I'll have Jennifer on this podcast. I'll have Croydon on this podcast. It's, but there's absolutely no way that I would ever turn around to them and be like, You're and, no, yeah, no way. But, I'm, but I, I, I've got a relationship. I've got a relationship yeah. with them. They call me that too. Yeah. I, all of them. I don't know which yeah. one of them. I think it might have. It was either Daisy or, and you'll laugh at his name, but don't laugh at his name too much because he is dead. But, uh, Brilliant. no, no, uh, a Dominican, a Dominican New Yorker called John Bobo. And do you know what Bobo means? No. Village, village idiot. But he didn't pick his last name. Um, but it. I'm only saying that because like, there's a picture of him right in front of me, that pi that big picture yeah. I had. Um, and that wasn't even an agenda, but I remember doing a little 
bit of a piss up in New York with him and he took me to all the wrong places um, where as a white person I was shitting myself and then realised I'm little brown I could be Puerto Rican or anything they don't know I'm fine um, <laughs> genuinely generally the first like six places he took me I was literally like oh, 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 I'm going to die here but then after a while I was like Oh no, I look like them. Um, <laughs> honestly, honest to God, because I thought I looked like you. You don't look like me, mate. No, I look like you, Basically. but but in that situation, like if if there's me and you in that situation, in like a Hispanic, I've deterred from my story, but it makes sense now. If there's me and you in a bar in Spanish Harlem. I'm fine. I'm not. No, they're <laughs> going to look at you and they're going to think that you are... They're going to go, hey, Irish boy. No, they're, they're going to look at you and go, well, he's military and he's white. Let's kill him. They're going to look at me and they're going to go, who the fuck are you? I go, I'm James Bond, bitch. And they're going to go, oh, take my money. Take my money. Because... I've got. No, but I'm brown in disguise and I'm English. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, oh, it does matter, mate. It actually worked. It didn't work. Didn't work. It didn't work, but it is a true story. Was on the streets of the Bronx, walked not with the same person, with two different people from the same family, actually, that worked at the same camp that I worked at in the Bronx, walk past a load of places, and you know when you see films of people sat, sat on porches? Yeah. Yeah, it was like that. Walk past a load of brothers rolling dice. Ah, shit. I, I was literally walking around going, ah, shit. I'm a white guy in a wife beater and some Adidas fucking sweatpants and some Jordans on. Ah, shit. Walking around, and then... I literally heard this. Sat. I was like, and I, all I can imagine, all they heard, and believe me, this is all I think they heard was, "Hello, mate, how are you doing?" <laughs> because I think they were expecting something different. Because I must have been looking around like shitting myself. So you got to imagine that young lad, like tw 18 to 23, somewhere in there, lad from the UK, walking around the fucking Bronx with two Dominicans. And then I get, then all I hear is, what you got to say? I was like that. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Who's <laughs> that? As I'm Michael Caine. Yes. But you was only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. That's what, Hello, that's... I'm uh, Michael Caine, and these are my two Dominican friends. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, the funny thing is, the thing is, though, the funny thing is that I could have just gone, right, mate, how's it going? And they would have gone, 
they I've got the same reaction. So in their head, what they've got is, yeah, who are you? Bond. James Bond. That's what they've heard. That's what they've heard. And what I've actually said is, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Jared. Hello, mate. How's it That's what I've done. And they, do, do you know the response I got? Go for it. You have to, you have to sort of look and see me. Because I got this. Oh, shit. You sound like James Bond, ninja. They obviously didn't say ninja. They said the, the proper N word. Yeah. And I went, uh. Yeah, I suppose I do. Suppose <laughs> I do. That's really funny. Um, and I ended up sitting and talking to him for ages. Don't think I didn't notice the straps they had on. On the hips. I was like, ha 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 ha. The whole time, every time they made it funny. Oh, yeah, I'm really finding this funny. Don't use that, though. Please don't shoot me in the face. <laughs> I mean, obviously they didn't, and I had a good time. And yeah, I, drank, right? I, I, I drank an extraordinary amount of whiskey um, for no reason. <laughs> they kept po- giving it to me. Kept yeah, giving it. No, they kept giving it to me. It was shit whiskey as well. It was like, I can't even remember what it was called. So, hey, y'all, you want some of this? I was like, ha, 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 of course I can. Of course I do. And then drink it out of the bottle and then be like, ha, 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 that tastes lovely, but also like shit. That was basically my exchange with the Hispanics in in. It was, it was a bit hungry so I went to and somebody tried to sell me a washing machine because they were a crackhead now I'd never experienced that before and it was very weird and very scary and she was very skinny and her skin was blacker than the night and her hair was a bit like let me think, like Morgan Freeman's in Shawshank Redemption. That's what it was. It was very much like that. This is the best part of the podcast. This should have been at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody's zoned out by now. I don't, I don't think, I don't think even Chris Smith has listened this long ever. Two hours, 40 minutes. How many? Two hours, 40 minutes. Right, that is it. <laughs> right, I'm calling it a day. A good one. I enjoyed that. No offence, Johnny. I enjoyed the last part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> That's all. That's... 
I should have used that in my little story then. And that was a genuine, that's a real story. It's like, where are you from? I don't know. I might be from Sussex or I might be from Doncaster. Yeah, they, they don't realise there's a different, lang uh, like, um, not language, accent from where you, where you go in England. So they just think it's all... Like you've just got a British accent. It's like so what? You have to sound like James Bond. Yeah. So, and that's when he said, "Oh, Ninja, you sound like James Bond." And I said, "I am James Bond." <laughs> so, yeah. What we should have done is spliced it. I can maybe splice this audio. This is two separate podcasts. <laughs> huh? Yeah, you're getting flies in me. Oh no, you can't hear, hear that on, on the audio. But I said we should we should try and splice it because there's two separate podcasts here, <laughs> neither of which. Neither of which make any sense. Doesn't need to. The Brian Clear podcast. And that's how we roll. Hey, Ninja! <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost kicked off all platforms. All platforms. I've got basketball trainers on, it's fine. I'm gonna get me some Jordans. They're as expensive as the Preds, though. But I'm gonna I'm gonna get more ah. use out of the Jordans. Jordan Jordan ones, they're they're eighty five to ninety five quid. Dirty talk. Worth it every penny. Don't actually play basketball in them though. Ruin your feet. I Five foot eight. There's no way I'm playing basketball. I am. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I am. Yeah. In fact, I've grown. What a fact! You haven't grown. You're thirty-seven. Don't shake your fucking hair either. Why is oh, your I... hair so blonde, by the way? Vitamin D, ninja. Blonde though. You've never been blonde until now, and now you've got Justin Bieber hair. Oh, that's not intentional. What? No, seriously though. It's just it just ha happened. You've never been blonde, and now you you're blonder I... than me, and I was blonde. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Straight news. <laughs> I'm not having it. I'm not having it. No. <laughs> I've spent eight weeks eight outside. Dying your hair blonde. <laughs> oh, oh no. I definitely haven't dyed my hair. It might be because it's the light. Viking warrior. It matches my beard. 
No, it's, it's all, all of my hair on my head <laughs> has gone blonde. Weird. It, it is quite blonde. I didn't realise that. Fucking right. sexy as Before well. Before we get into fucking air talk. Fucking holiday. Oh, dude. Oh, fuck. I can hear you now. You can hear me before your helmet. No. Yeah. Okay, now it's gone weird again. I don't know what you did with whatever you were doing then. No, you're a lot louder now. Fell closer to the iPad. Oh. I need to get you this microphone set in the post tonight. I fired. Right, anyway. You can, I think you can do it as well, by the way. What? It's got a Thunderbolt to USB. I think I've, I think I've got it. Happy days. All right. No, no. <laughs> See you in a bit. Bye. There you have it. The latest episode of the Granite Zero podcast with my boy Chris Dunn. Awesome, as always. Make sure you go and visit Right Flank, Combat Fuel, Dead Mammoth Coffee, and Infusion CBD. But this has been the Granite Zero podcast. I've been Tomo, and as they say in the RAF Regiment, Per Ardua, through adversity, I'm Tomo and I'm out.